The Pit Panthers paraded down to meet the Mountaineers in Morgantown in a brouhaha they called the Backyard Brawl. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I'm being informed that the Backyard Brawl was not the Sickos Committee game of the week. Oh, okay. Dino Baber's boys from Syracuse slid down from upstate New York to face Purdue, Pete, and West Lafayette. Last year, the tango between these two teams left both sets of fans flummoxed by the flood of foolishness they saw on the football field. Purdue saw their first drive end on a fourth down fumble that foreshadowed their problems possessing the pigskin. Then Cues crawled across the field on an 11-play, 94-yard march capped off by a silky-smooth Schrader sleight of hand, which allowed him to waltz in the end zone for an early 7-0 advantage. Two drives later, Purdue put the pill on the playing surface again, and Cues clambered to capture it. Then Syracuse stepped downfield with the shifty Schrader scampering 35 yards for a 14-0 superiority. The Boilermakers brushed themselves off and bounded down the field, finally finding precious points to put themselves down 14-7. A Q's kick careened wide on the next drive, giving promise to Purdue. However, the Boilers bungled the ball and it bounced back to the opportunistic Orange. Q's then cruised to a 21-7 lead. A late first-half proposition for Purdue points led to a picked-off pass, and the fourth Boiler blunder took us to halftime. The Boilers bounded out of halftime, intercepting a poor pass, then drove down to slice the Syracuse lead down to 21-14. The teams then traded touchdowns on their next touches, but the Boilers botched an extra point, giving Cues a 28-20 lead. Purdue forced a Cues punt, but couldn't capitalize, failing on four downs. Syracuse's Schrader ski-daddled 28 yards to seal the success for Otto in the orange. Syracuse, 35. Purdue, 20. Welcome, everyone, to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of September 17th, 2023. We have made it through week three, which is important because we are now a ish, a quarter of the way through the season, and we know exactly how good teams are. This is the best part about week three. We have at least three data points for most teams. That's all of them. And now we can yeah. now we can draw a trend line, and we know exactly how good teams are. And I'm excited to talk about that today. Except there's one thing I want to talk about first. Uh, I'd like to talk about... Introduce some... your guests. Uh, well, before I do that even, I'd like to talk about something I saw on Twitter today. Uh-oh. Uh, this is from Joint Base Charleston from South okay. Carolina. Okay. Yes. Quote, we're working with MCAS Beaufort, South Carolina to locate an F-35 that was involved in a mishap this afternoon. The pilot ejected safely. If you have any of your information that may help us help our recovery teams locate the F-35, you may call the Base Operations Center. If I recall correctly, in South Carolina, it's pronounced Beaufort. Okay, there you go. Well, they have lost an F-35. They're not that big. I probably have a spare one laying around somewhere in all the kitchen stuff. There's it's no inside a crockpot. <laughs> it's one of your nine crockpots, yes. Yeah. I know there's a lot of America, but... It feels like there's not that much America that you just completely lose something that big in. You said it was in Carolina? South Carolina, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not as familiar with the geography as some of y'all might be, but I feel like there's not a lot of places to lose that. Mm. I mean, South Carolina's like Wait, a reasonably sized state. Oh no. Eight ball has got a hold of an F thirty five. Oh, that's what it is. My Scott has got it. He's he's flying the F thirty five now. Did you see how low the the plane flew over Auburn State, uh, Jordan Hare Stadium? I did not. They see had it. a. It was a like a fuel, like a like a tanker plane, mm, and it yeah. flew so close that even the Auburn fans were like, "This seems dangerous." I'm trying to figure out what flew over us. I don't know, but it was cool. It was a big boy. It was. Some sort of cargo thing. It was. It was chonky. It was. It good. was. A, yeah, it's a very chonky plane. The only time I've ever been at a game that did a flyover, it was the uh, the last Grey Cup I went to, which was at the Rogers Center, and the dome was closed. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite flyover I've ever seen was at a Pirates game that there was like no one at, and for whatever reason, the army is like, "This is where we will deploy the stealth bomber." Oh, it was yeah. fantastic! It was so good. I refuse to go over every game this week because there is so much. We're gonna do some lightning rounds here. First off, let me introduce folks. We've got Kamish, Beth, Pit Girl, and special guest Joey. Joey, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay. I play this little like college college football simulator thing on on Reddit where you just like guess numbers and it it does the plays. And we for the last years or for the last couple of years we've been doing it. We do it based off like the real life college football conferences. And we're starting a new season now. And precedent says we go with what it, the conferences are going to be. But we have no idea what to do with the pack two, I guess. So we're just kind of kicking the can down the road. It's It's been chaos in that server. Uh, well, Beth and Picker, I'll, I'll let you guys talk about your weekend in a moment because that will, <laughs> will, op- will open with, we'll come to that pretty soon. Kamish, how was your weekend, sir? Uh, it was, you know, it's kind of hard to watch games, like a lot of games with two kids. I can't uh, imagine. There is uh, like a teething baby who is, is trying to walk now, but like way too early and in starting to climb on things. So that was an adventure. The six-year-old uh, who likes to imitate what he sees on TV. And <laughs> when I ha- when I have the quad box going, this means him basically imitating getting tackled and trying <laughs> to run with his mini football. And he has like those, the like the Franklin helmets that we got him for like Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has like a Saints one. And um, I would have bought a two-lane one, but they don't do that. But uh, we, we got gifted an LSU one. And so there was, you know, I have the quad box going. I have, like, the laptop going. I have a tablet going. So I have, like, a bunch of games going. And then in front of me on our rug, I have my six-year-old, like, flipping. Nice. And, and acting like his, his stuffed animal is tackling him at the same time <laughs> while I'm trying to, you know, tweet along with the games. <laughs> this is going to be. <laughs> this is like the difficulty of doing these this tweeting with the games has been upped this year. So this season is we're trying to keep up with as much as possible. Uh, and it, it was it was a wild weekend, you know, with the kid flipping in front of me, along with the games on the field. This weekend, I went to SMU Prairie View A&M, which ended 69-0 thanks to a locked nice. extra point. Everybody and, said and, then, and then SMU just refusing to score after that because nope, i think they got because right. i think rhett lashley got the joke and just stopped yeah they already scored we're good 
So, I mean, Prairie View A&M won the game by blocking the extra point to make the score 69-0. That was was very nice. And by being the loudest band I have heard in so long to the point that even behind the glass in the press box, when they first played, I was startled loud enough. I almost choked on my water. It was great. And when they played Neck, again, everyone, press box, very super serious. Me being like, oh, they're playing Neck. Hell yeah. This was... Again, I you know, it was an ass whooping. That's fine. Whatever, whatever. It was a blast of a game. Plus, with the nice Wi-Fi, I got to sit in the press box. I brought my laptop. I brought my wireless mouse. I had my external hard drive. It was actually easier to do that than work from home sometimes. It was kind of nice. Can't complain. <laughs> you, were doing, you turned uh, Gerald Ford Stadium into a WeWork. It was great. <laughs> it was absolutely great. Shout out to SMU for letting me come along and sit, you know, in the press box. The cool thing is the stadium, you have to, to get to the press box, you actually have to go past all the suites. And SMU suites, as you can imagine, super, super Opulent. fancy and filled with like folks who have real money. Uh huh. I was I telling, into the ACC. I was telling Pit Girl that I have, not, I, I always complain about feeling old, but I've never felt older than like pouring out of that stadium behind like sorority girls ready to go <laughs> to their next party and me just going, I want to go home. I'm so tired. It's 10 o'clock. I need my sleep. And they are just ready to go. <laughs> that That's like when uh, when the Hawaii game is on and I'm the last one awake. Yep. I was mistaken for a student this week. So there you Congratulations. go. Party hard. Beth, were you mistaken for a student this week? Uh, that would that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was very nice about it. Actually, I was like. We're alumni. I'm 28. And he was like, I meant that as a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> there you nice go. Yinzer. <laughs> Let's start with a brief CFL update. Are the Elks going to win it all, Joey? Well, it's a lot more likely than it looked a while ago. Oh, um, yeah, Elks. The uh, So the CFL has two divisions, the East and the West. Top three in each division make it. The Elks, you'd think, would be at a disadvantage here because they're in A, the much stronger division, and B, the division with five teams instead of four. However, because the West is always so much better than the East, there's a rule that if fourth place in the West has a better record than third place in the East, they steal their playoff spot. Right now, the Elks are 4-10. and ten. And uh, my beloved Hamilton Tiger Cats are six and seven, and they are sitting in that third playoff spot in the East right now. So the, Elk, the Elks are coming, so and have- uh, the Elks have they have the teams that they would need to pass to do it. They have Saskatchewan, BC, Toronto, Montreal, and Winnipeg left. Montreal, that game is going to be huge, huge because Montreal is also six and seven, and Montreal has a schedule that I do not feel confident in them doing anything with. So, oh, they've lost. The Elks, they've lost four straight the, too, huh? Well, Montreal's been a big slide. Yeah. Mm. If the Elks can win two uh, of their Western games left, which would be BC and, and Winnipeg, mm. and then they take that game against Montreal, we could be looking at Edmonton Elks East Division playoff team. Love it. And the East Division route is always easier than the West, so. I would also like to say that in the European League of Football, the championship game is coming up this week. That will be the Stuttgart Surge versus the Rhine Fire. The final will be played in uh, in a stadium called, let me get this right, this will be uh, Schnauzland Reisen Arena in Duisburg, North Rhine-Westphalia. 
Great attempt. I'm going to assume you're right. I'm close-ish. Close. Nordrhein-Westfalen. Yeah. Westfalen, yes. I, yeah, yeah. I love, I love the Rhine fire. They threw a fake spike to end the game. Yeah, they, they were. Like, they did the, the Dan Marino fake spike in the European Football League to, to basically end the game. It's off the clock. They were going to, like, spike the ball, and then they got the first down, and they, I don't know how, why they did it or what, what goes through your mind to do a fake spike to end the game. But, uh, yeah. Ryan Fire, I feel like they are the the Yankees of the European League of Football. They were one of the old NFL Europe teams. Yep. Yes, they've been around for a long-ass time. College football, it's going to get easier once teams start playing each other, like in conference. There will be, <laughs> no, like for, for us, for us, God damn it, you know okay. what I mean. It's, this is going to get easier for us when they stop playing FCS teams and everyone's playing in conference. Because College then, football. Yes. Hey, some of us did play in conference this weekend. Game of the week. Syracuse 35, Purdue 20. Purdue was hell-bent on making this stupid, and Syracuse for once just said no. We're looking at a 3-0 Syracuse. We might, we, we might go through the Odyssey again. Talk to your kids about a good Syracuse? I, if they beat Clemson, yes. Are we sure Clemson is good? No, but I don't, I don't think like, – I've realized – I've come to terms I don't need that. I just need, I'm yeah, just going to say, you know – if they beat Clemson, yes, they are they are, quote unquote, ACC good. That's a different label. <laughs> oh, we're ACC I mean, slandering. Someone else is ACC slandering, and it's not me. No, I mean no. I think we deserve that, but you, also you absolutely fucking deserve it. We'll talk about that. <laughs> no, no, I I mean Syracuse is a quality team. They're a quality team. They're they're good. They 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 played smart. They didn't turn the ball over as much as Purdue, which I mean would have been kind of hard. They did turn it over once. It, like Syracuse had a little bit of flashes of getting a little crazy. They missed a field goal. They threw an interception. You know, there there was like Purdue had a chance to do some things, but Syracuse was just like, no, I am not. I am not getting pulled down to Purdue's level. They were just Purdue just kept come on, come down here. We just we have four turnovers in the first come half. Be stupid with us. us. Come be stupid with us, Syracuse. It's Syracuse is like, no, I can't do what I did last year. It's like your friend that you 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 know he he hasn't been out for a while, and the last time you went out, you wound up not getting home to like seven forty five a.m. and and Syracuse was just like, no, I have to go home. I have a family now. I cannot do this with you. Is it going to surprise you? Is it going to surprise you that I, I am that friend in most of my friends' lives? Like when I show up in town, I'm the one that's like, well, it's fine. We can stay up till like six. Let's go. We'll, we'll shut the bar down. No big deal. God damn it, Syracuse. Yes, and. It's not hard. Yes, and. Not no, but. But sometimes when you yes, and, you end up being the guy on Pittsburgh sl- police scanner who sleeps it off in a trash can at 9th and 8th Carson. And that's not what yeah. you want. Just, don't, just, yeah, just you, so we're clear say though. his name. Don't, don't slander Pat McAfee. <laughs> pick, pick girl, i'm gonna need you to say though pick girl it's not were funny you, unless you fall into a river in cincinnati pick girl were you the podcaster screaming at people in pittsburgh on the same i am same? not i am not i was in the east end vicinity when that tweet went up it is not me <laughs> i love the idea that like could you describe the person that screamed at you a podcaster podcast host podcaster podcast host. did it just yelling at you and that, that narrows it down that, that i mean everybody has a podcast now including ourselves uh but yeah this this could, game could have was... just could have just said white dude in pittsburgh it would have been a podcaster that's 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 a lot of people 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Arthur. I'm still like <laughs> Purdue was just I, I don't know. Purdue was just being Purdue. And and like I, I made the comparison earlier, if Syracuse was at home and they were in their home again, maybe they would have got pulled down to that level. But since they were on the road, they were like, no, 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 we can resist. We got to get back to the hotel. You know, they got some, they got complimentary breakfast and it ends at 9 a.m. I got to go. I got to get, get the I got to, I got to get my Indiana state shape, you know, waffle iron, which I'm sure they have those, right? I hope right, so. Indiana? I would think so. It's a reasonable I mean, shape for a waffle. That would be a, that'd be a good shaped waffle i I don't know how that worked but i I needed an indiana shaped waffle but i i was kind of it was almost there like it almost got off the rails a a couple of times and i was just like here we go here we go i know excited like watching them balance on the edge just just like come on come on do something stupid come on but shout out to the the syracuse quarterback schrader i mean check the cap commish oh wow Oh yeah, there we, oh it's a Purdue waffle. There we go. <laughs> a Purdue waffle? Like is that. there Wow. It's, it's got a train mm. on the waffle. It's thing. wonderful. I like that, that. That's awesome. That would hold a lot of syrup right in the middle there. It really mm. would. It'd just be yeah. like a big Purdue pocket of syrup on that waffle. Amazing. But I, I do lo- I do love Garrett Schroeder. I agree with you. I, guys. I mean, he had the best play fakes. An incredible, silky smooth, like fake handoff, and he like hit it, and then he just ran like a naked bootleg like twice, and then he had one to like seal the game. It was incredible. Like the play fake was just phenomenal, and him running the whole game was just basically Syracuse's his game plan, and they they executed great, and and were able to avoid the 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 Purdue Pete, uh, you know, trap trying to drag them out late. For, for fun in West Lafayette. West Virginia 17, Pitt 6. Okay. This game occurred. It was just as stupid as we thought it was going to be. Beth, my, as my the God. winner. My, but no, you gotta. Do you wanna make the loser go first? Or the, no, the Beth can go, go first. Go Beth. Beth, uh, Beth is like dancing in her seat and she is totally bouncing right now. <laughs> we fucking won! Yep. <laughs> I'm. I'm glad. One, yes. I'm glad that that uh, West Virginia won, and I'm sorry to say, but it, the only reason is because I saw a tweet that I agree with, which said that if the game gets hairy, Beth is going to attack someone with a bassoon. I'm just imagining me running over to the College of Creative Arts, which is not close to the stadium, like breaking in with a chair through the door and stealing a bassoon. <laughs> Taking your first PRT ride. <gasps> oh, I could. It goes down there. Oh, oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> I am I am so happy that I don't like the song Sweet Caroline. It's been overdone. But West Virginia has managed to work in eat shit pit into it. And that made me laugh. There have been times when the ESPN broadcast in this rivalry has had to cut away at at times that don't make sense. Because that song comes on and they're like, oh right, cool, the little pit tradition, because they still play it at Heinz Field. Mm-hmm. And the West Virginia fans frequently outnumber the pit fans at this rivalry in Pittsburgh. And it's Beth, please it's, don't be a seventy-five percent of these people are are, are West Virginia fans. Person at, at at the last game, we were not. Okay. I've been I've been at some where we absolutely were. I've been at ones too that like because they usually don't play Sweet Caroline until you'll have to correct me. I think at the end of the third quarter. Yes, 
Yeah. I was at a game that involved many, 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 many touchdowns for West Virginia and not as many for Pitt. And like the Pitt faithful were long gone by the third quarter. Fair enough. And it was not a broadcast they could air. So Well, they kept having to turn down the the audio on ESPN mm-hmm. this time. Because oh, yes. each hit pit was so loud and so yes, yes. audible. Yes. Yes, very much. I the first time I heard that that day was at around twelve oh seven. So I just I wish we recorded video because uh I wanted to just mention that I've never seen someone look as revolted on a podcast before as Pit Girl did when Jordan was teeing up Beth there. Yeah. Listen, are you ready to talk to your to your children about the offensive explosion that was the Mountaineer offense in this game? After a while. Let's be clear here. This was this was no, six Jordan, seven no, going into half. Never. Not at any point. Like it was offensive. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These were two terrible teams fighting in a pillowcase. I am incredibly upset on behalf of Pitt's defense in the same way that I was last season, but yes. somehow it's worse now. And I didn't think it could be worse now, but it's worse now. Let's I- Talk about about Phil. How do you you feel about Phil? Phil? How did you let us win that game? How did that happen? We didn't have a quarterback. We didn't have a running back. We don't have one either. We sure as fuck don't have any wide receivers. You seen it. (laughs) Um, I I am of the opinion that Phil and probably also our offensive coordinator, but definitely Phil, should have been made to walk home from Morgantown. Uh, just going to read you Phil's stat line real quick for the second week in a row. Oh, God. Eight for 20 for 81 yards, 4.1 yards per pass, three interceptions for a QBR of 10.3. <laughs> so well, some Boston listen, College numbers. Hey, hey, he was better get, at Boston College also. Before we get too into that, can I introduce you to our new our new starting quarterback, Nico Marchiol, who ha- who was six for nine nice. as our winning quarterback. For had 60, 60 yards. 60 yards yeah. of passing after our starter had, oh wait, none. No yards of passing. Yeah, somehow we outpassed West Virginia yep. in this godforsaken game. Also, One touchdown, no interceptions. It has the winning quarterback, a QBR of 27. Christ. Kazoo.wav. That like, sure was a football game. Boy, it sure was. Like, honestly, at this point, the you know what? Next year, just make the brawl the game of the week. Just do that. Like, it's <laughs> like I, I retract my statement. This was too dumb for words. It was it was immensely, immensely dumb. Uh, extremely on drugs. Pitt's defense forces a fumble. Phil immediately throws the worst pick you've ever seen. Oh, in that your was life. like. I was wa- I was watching that game was on my laptop screen while I was watching the SMU game because I was in the press box at that point, and out loud I go, "What the fuck?" Yes, uh, that happened. I stood up on my seat, like pointed myself over in where I figured your general direction was, and just started making the biggest arms I possibly <laughs> could. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> I would like to say while we are we are discussing this game, the fact that I would like to defenestrate Phil Dracovic aside, I had a lot of fun. West Virginia fans very nice. They're I and and they have a reputation among Pitt fans of not being very nice, but everyone I talk to, even the folks who are not among Beth's people who were wonderful, of course. Mostly very nice, not belligerent. I did not almost fight somebody like I did last year. 
They started it last year. Oh. I enjoyed my Morgantown experience. I would do it again. I would like to come back and ride the PRT sometime because I got to watch it go by but never rode it. So we we tailgated like right next very close to the PRT station. So we just watched it go by and by mm-hmm. and by mm-hmm. for many hours. It was great. Oh, this PRT for, go zoom. For the sake of balance, Phil Dracovic enjoys golf and he is raising money for the UPMC. There, we said nice things about him. Yeah, well, and uh, I now have a ton of hope for the rest of West Virginia's season now that our starting quarterback and our only piece of offense are both dead. So, <laughs> yeah, you have that one running back who we kind of couldn't stop. No, that was Donaldson. You killed him. Oh. He died. Oops. Yep. Rest in peace. He died for West Virginia sins. Yeah. No, we now have uh, we now have our new quarterback who you just met. So, Nico. Nico. And um we still have we still have one running back and maybe there's a receiver somewhere if we look hard enough and turn over enough mattresses. We have my son Gavin Bartholomew who does not get the ball often enough because Phil does not put the ball near him often enough. Now, to be have, to be fair, Phil doesn't put the ball near anyone. I no. want to I, I Phil should... puts the ball near West Virginia defenders. He does. He's very good at that. In the numbers. And does it enough times that we can finally get an interception, which is a thing we are not good at. I, I do want to formally thank Pat Narduzzi and the entire pit coaching staff for not watching a lick of West Virginia film. Because stopping us is a very, very simple, simple proposition. Like, this is a junior jumble in terms of difficulty. Mm-hmm. And it was very obvious that they were distracted by something i guess because this this wasn't hard guys like i don't i want to i want to say something about phil here yeah so i'm not counting the wofford game here mm-hmm. but phil fbs competition uh he has three touchdowns and three interceptions oh fuck <gasps> i mean he's immensely sickos like we we are he, he rapidly 18, escalating towards he, last year last year iowa territory he is, so he is 18 for 52 in fps in fps oh, in fps for three touchdowns and three interceptions oh my god i didn't think he was ripping it enough to be a detmer guy he's but not he's not he's not not enough yards he only has let's see here uh fps wise FBS, I'm not counting the Waffordness, right? He only had one touchdown against Wofford, by the way. And the Wofford isn't going to like skew, skew his numbers that much. No, it doesn't really. He had one touchdown and no interceptions against Wofford, uh, 214 yards. But FBS wise, let's see here. He has about 260 yards, even three touchdowns, three interceptions. That would be an amazing Detmer game, but he's done that in two FBS games. So. Pit Girl and I were unable to come up with a wager for this game. Mm-hmm. We struggled th- uh, mightily th- for exa- for at least seven minutes of that tailgate trying to yes. think of something and failed utterly. And I'm going to make a wager right now. Okay. Who- whoever wins the next edition of the Backyard Brawl, the loser buys a Phil jersey and has <laughs> to wear it. Wait, no, no, no. Not a pit Phil jersey. You need to both buy it. It's got to be a BC Phil jersey. Notre Dame. NFL. Oh, no. NFL. 
an NFL Phil jersey. Here's the thing: oh, if I'm if drafted. I'm stuck if if I'm stuck with a Phil jersey, if I'm stuck with like a Phil Pitt jersey, I am unhappy. But I get the feeling that if Pitt girl is stuck with a Pitt Phil jersey, she is equally unhappy. Correct. No one hates. <laughs> I, I we ended up explaining this to some WV. My the section that I was in was was sort of mixed because they put I was with a season ticket holder and they put the Pitt requests in three of the four corners, the upper corners of the upper deck of the stadium. Pretty good seats actually. Uh, what yard line were you on? Because we argued about this. It's sort of like because it's rounded off. Right. I would say that we were like sort of on the like 15 ish. Rats. Puddles was right. Okay. But like looking. Of course, Puddles was right. Frickin there were WVU fans immediately behind us. And Pitt fans in the general vicinity were booing Phil as as you do at this point. And they were like, wait, what are you doing? Are you booing your own quarterback? And it was like, yes, and this is why. And also, no one hates Pitt like Pitt fans. And that is true. Yeah. That is the one thing WVU and Penn State and, no, and everyone else cannot take from us. No one hates Pitt like Pitt fans. And it's something that West Virginia fans can understand because we are in the exact same situation. We are, we are the same. We are. It's it's why this works. It's why yeah. this rivalry is so good. I enjoy this much more than the Penn State rivalry. I like actively despise Penn State. Oh, same. I like I dislike you guys on principle, but we're actually the same. Yeah. Uh, Beanie Bishop Jr., uh, West Virginia cornerback, had this to say in his post game conference about what was the name? Uh, Beanie Bishop Jr. So, Jr. about about Phil. Quote: We knew coming to the game, their quarterback wasn't good at his job. Yes, anyone who has eyes knows this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't require it's, a lot of tape. It's, I'm hoping that like this will overtake the Owen Schmidt quote as the quote from a West Virginia player about this rivalry. Beanie <laughs> Bishop Jr. was the bar that SpongeBob got kicked out of. My, uh, my quote of the evening is Pat Narduzzi. <clears throat> quote, our kids ca- fought their tail off again like they always do. The difference in the game was turnovers. Yes, Pat. Who caused the turnovers? Uh, listener, if you are unaware, Owen Schmidt was a fullback on the 2007 West Virginia Mountaineers <laughs> who had this to say after a game who's, uh, which has a score that we don't need to revisit right nope. now because we did fucking just win. Because good things was, can happen. Quote, we blew it against the shittiest fucking team in the fucking world. There was a, there was a point in this game I was watching where I believe uh, West Virginia just scored and the score was 13 to 6. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I was begging them to miss yeah. the extra point i was like the the like the rage in my little section during that brief moment was like no 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 not this the anxiety again. is just yeah yeah it was not good um it I, been, it I, been I was relieved honestly. when they made the extra point and 13 9 was no longer in play because yeah, i was just like <laughs> i'm just I, if it was 13 to 6 and Pitt has the ball at half mm-hmm. at, at the half what is the vibe of the stadium at that point? So the vibe wouldn't have been that dissimilar from the level of anxiety that was already there. It just—it's more of a cosmic anxiety, I guess. There was it. There was no point in this game. Like I finally felt safe in this game with about thirty seconds left to go. Wait, really? Because as soon as you. Uh... You guys were up eight, and I was like, "This is too many points. This is a I, million points." It was. It was when I tweeted at you that, like, if you want to come over now, you can. <laughs> that was when I finally felt safe. That I'm like, I don't think I'm cursing it now. Um, as per usual, Mountain Mountaineer Fields general Wi-Fi situation had its Not. had its cur- had its curses. Yeah. So, um, 
Pit Girl and I were carefully sequestered by the gods of the internet. <laughs> I Twitter worked only, for me. I could only see Discord. So so we were like sending people back and forth to send messages. Thank you, listeners, for being yes, our interlocutors. I also want to take one moment to appreciate th- that time in the fourth quarter when Phil attempted to dr- direct traffic through <laughs> an incompletion and got a holding call on his offensive line because he spent a while dicking around. It was, a, it was, it was amazing. A, I remember screaming, throw, throw, throw. My sister who was sitting next to me goes, ooh, he's on a field trip. <laughs> it was wonderful. Thank you, universe, for letting this game happen. Because this is exactly what we needed in the night spot. We only get two more years of the brawl before we go back on a break for a while. So, like, cherish this. Cherish these beautiful moments while we have them. I was going to say, at that point, both these teams will be in the Big Ten. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Probably in the Big Ten West. Yep, somehow. Yeah, that that feels right. That feels true to be correct there. Yeah, for real. Full cast after dark also very accurately described this game as an industrial accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. This was this was definitely the three mile island of football games. It was, it was perfect. It wasn't a, it wasn't I, it a was, total meltdown, but it was yeah, you know what? We should probably cordon this off for a bit. I I love how both Beth and Pitt Girl were like, no, we don't think it should be the game of the week. And then we're like and then like they're like, Yeah, it it, it should have been the game of the week. So that was some good football. I I enjoyed all of it. <laughs> I did. It was it was so much yellow. It was it was, it was those it was those the, uniforms. The, the mullet like... guy, the mullet guy. Like I don't know yeah. if you saw the mullet guy in the stands drinking a giant like tall boy of uh, twisted tea. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The lady in the stands with the two signs that said "Eat shit pit." Autumn. I did see that. Yeah, we have no, the blank it just said chat. it just said beat pit. Oh, it just said beat it, pit. It, it okay. Right. Someone Egypt. edited also, it to say. Also, oh, somebody edited it to say. Also, shout out to the Kroger uh, on seven oh five, right? Yeah. That had yep, the that had the cake that looked like Pac Man cake, yeah. And then like a cupcake. Listener, <laughs> I like, cannot overpress. The there was no. There was not one of these things. There were about 16 of them. <laughs> and they were just on a pile of pepperoni rolls. It, it was, was the most West Virginia, most West Virginia shit I've ever Respect seen. Respect to the Kroger cake cardist. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick before we move on, can we can we do some quick score bug chat? It drove me nuts the entire game that uh, ESPN had the score bug color for Pitt as yellow and blue for West Virginia. Yep. And I just wanted to get that off my chest because uh, in the Discord, I always lead scorebug chat every saturday and that one drove me bananas oh i I hate that for you i'm so glad i missed that yeah it would have it would have it would have driven you up the fucking wall it was i think we all would have been crazy about oh yeah yeah well the ac slander will continue because rutgers 35 virginia tech 16 it's not slander if it's deserved how is it acc slander these are both big east teams this is like (laughs) Like what the flying fuck is wrong with Virginia? Tech? No, no, no! Hey, don't say Tech. that. This is Pitt's chance at a conference no, win. Leave, it's, leave it's Rutgers Tech being alone. good. It's no, Rutgers that's... being good. Look, look, look at Rutgers' rushing total. Like they had a running back who was yes. getting like eight, nine yards a carry. Also, that's great. Wait, also, wait, is this is this Ray Rice again? Is that where we're going? At, well, I mean, he went to Rutgers. Uh, Ray Rice did yeah. go to Rutgers. We don't condone sure anything that he did. We don't. No, he, he sucked. He stuff. sucked a lot. Yes, but like, that's, like personally in his yeah. personal life. Yeah. As a Rutgers running back, he was nice. But this is yeah, we don't want to talk about this. That. Is like okay, yes, this is very much Virginia Tech 
sorry, this is very. I, I'm I'm I am brushing by Rutgers being good. They are three and zero. That's amazing. They have are, looked good in every single game. I I'm gonna give you this. Rutgers has this weird gear that I am noticing that they have. It's strange, but I mentioned it last week. They have this weird fourth quarter drive that comes out of nowhere for Rutgers. They get threatened, like, oh, no, Rutgers is going to lose this. And then all of a sudden, bam, here comes Rutgers. So against Temple, Temple made it 13-7, right, at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Yeah, right? And then then Rutgers just goes on a crazy explosion streak of points, and they win 36-7. The Hokies made it 21-16 in the fourth quarter. They missed the two-point conversion. But then Rutgers, bam, here comes Rutgers. They win the game 35-16. Like, I don't know where this Rutgers gear is coming from, but if they can keep this up, I don't know next week against Michigan may not be the same. But if that would would happen, it would be very hilarious to us. But I don't think it will. But, yeah, Rutgers has this – their offense, I don't know what happens in the fourth quarter, but they they seem to come alive. And if it's just them – just running the ball and then just ripping off runs in the fourth quarter to put the game away. I, I, I you know, they got a new offensive coordinator this year. So I don't know, man. I, I, I could see a bowl game. I mean, I know I, I abs- absolutely going to be a bowl. Game. I can tell you what they're doing is they're going goblin mode. Yeah. No. This is extremely like 2005 through 2007 Greg Schiano 1.0 Rutgers. Yep. That what you are describing it like gives me the biggest big east flashbacks cuz that's what it felt like. Like all of a sudden like whereas Rutgers would trip over their own dick every single time for two decades of me watching them suddenly out of nowhere it was like they discovered oh hey the fourth quarter we could do things. We could do things now if we chose. I, seriously. <laughs> It's wild, and it's built on running. Like, it's, again. It's nuts. So, like, you know, Virginia Tech takes the lead. I'm sorry, shrinks it to to 21-16 in the fourth quarter. Let's see how much time was remaining. At the beginning of the fourth quarter. So, again, they're threatening the beginning of the fourth quarter. Rutgers is like, oh, no. Then their next drive, Rutgers, six plays, 75-yard touchdown, 55-yard touchdown run. Then they stop Virginia Tech on downs, and then Rutgers again, bam. A 12-yard touchdown run. They they ran the ball for 18 yards, 6 yards, 3 yards, 7 yards, 12 yards, touchdown, Rutgers, 35-16. Rutgers. TCU, 36, Houston, 13. Houston is broken. And the Cougar Coaster is going off the cliff. There are, uh, line is, goes down. It is. <laughs> Roller coaster more fun when line go down. True. Well, except, I mean, except the line it, should go back up for a good coaster. It didn't. It didn't even really get that high this year. So it it it's just been like, what was their first game? Who did they play in their first game? That was UTSA, and they barely UTSA. beat UTSA like seventeen, fourteen. So and it's like got, a, it's like got a bagged small, by Rice. This this reminds then, me of that coaster in in Kennywood. I think it was called like the Thunderbolt or something like that, where you just come out flat and then you just go straight down the side yeah. of a hill. Um, mm. and yep. just that's that, that feels like that's the Cougar Coast of this year. It's like, hey, we we go up a little bit, and all of a sudden, bam, straight down. The hill. Have we have we considered that it, perhaps it is just the Cougar zip line, and it only goes downhill? I don't know, but TCU put them away. I, I mean, TCU found some sort of discipline. It was closed for a bit, and then like like Houston just ran out of 
anything really. That was like that was every game this weekend. It felt like it was close for a bit, and then someone just ran out. Right. They they wreckers them. Do you know who? Do you know who didn't run out? Fresno twenty nine, Arizona State zero. Holy Ooh. shit! Fresno State's three and zero, and has racked up two and a half million dollars on their away trips for, to Purdue and Arizona State. Dude, I. Arizona's Good. It's crazy. Arizona State seven turnovers. It wow. was it was so bad that Arizona State fans were watching like Colorado, Colorado State in the in the stadium on their phones. It was so bad that they just You know, this makes me feel better. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it, it, it does. But Arizona State fans were watching Colorado, Colorado State on their phones. There's like a video I, I put Why would yeah. you not? I, I mean they they wanted to watch a better game and and unfortunately it, it was not the game that they're they're definitely um at uh, I mean their quarterback did get hurt he's probably out uh Rashada is probably out for about 4 to 6 yeah. weeks and then I think they were down like eight starters so it, it just feels like and then the self-imposed bowl ban so like are they just bottoming out after like Harm left them in a crater so. Like I, I hate the idea of of a mulligan season because you only get so many years of college football. Like you yeah. only get right. so many years of eligibility. It sucks. I hate when this happens anywhere for these kids. But like this just feels like a like yeah. A, if if this was to be any year, the only acceptable year would have been twenty twenty. Yeah. Like it, college it, sports it, is it, is such a shame that way because there are, the seniors on this team all these like the the worst take you ever see on on social media and i i won't dwell on this as the people go like oh well the transfer portal is such a big deal like it, they can just leave like it college sports that it's broken they can just leave and i'm like no they can't not in this case yeah this this was all after they got the god anyways yeah this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a long year in tempe i no, I, brass, mean, but- I hope it gets better for them uh shout out to fresno state because they oh I hell mean, yeah i mean god just I mean, I know they got a lot of turnovers, but they 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 took advantage of it, so they didn't do it a lot. Of, shout out to Fresno State, three and zero. Nebraska thirty five, Northern Illinois eleven. I have no clue what the fuck is going on with Northern Illinois. But they, like, they like eleven. They, they are that is they they are so weird this year in terms of beating Boston College, losing to the Salukis, and now losing to Nebraska. Nebraska gets their first win under Matt Rule. This was a game that. Nebraska pulled away from like they had a win and they won it convincingly. What more do you want? I mean, seriously, under the previous regime, they probably would have sweat this one out a little bit. They were up 35, three at one point in this game. And then, you know, Northern Illinois got that touchdown late. I mean, that's, that's a good sign for, for Nebraska fans. I would say at this point, I don't know where they're at mentally, uh, but they all seem to be very happy with this. Like they were, I know, this is like, the first time in a long time they were like, oh, we won a game we were supposed to win. In a uh, yeah. Way. I mean, I tweeted, I was like, congratulations, Nebraska. And like people were like, laugh out loud, Northern Illinois in the, in the replies. I was like, um, dude, like Nebraska is going to take a win in any form right now, especially a convincing win. Like one, they don't have to sweat out and, and like deal with the one possession nonsense. One that they handily won the game. Uh, shout out to their their quarterback with two A's in the name. Was it like horror? I, I I can't even remember. I have I have no Harberg Hunter. No, I'm sorry. I got I gotta get his name right. A queasy nation turns its eyes towards Boston College after this game because NIU 
did not look like any sort of giant killer in this game. They looked like a middle-of-the-road Mac team. Oh, We'll talk about BC in a little bit. It's Harburg. 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 Uh, Harburg. Good, Dutch na- good, strong Dutch name. It's got two A's in there, so the extra A. Uh, it, it helped Nebraska win this one. So shout out, Nebraska. Again, just good to win a game like you're supposed to. Right? Right, Cornhuskers fans? Feel good about this one. Talk to your kids about a 3-0 Georgia State. Georgia State 41, Charlotte 25. Ooh, Biff oh, was yeah. very unhappy at the post game on this one. Biff basically said, this is all my fault, and I'm not going to let the kids get away with as much as they're getting away with, which is a very weird, like, I don't know what he, he thinks they're getting away with. He sounded like a disappointed dad who's like, I'm going to start taking doors off hinges. They doing crimes? I, I don't Do know. Crimes. So... We'll see how that goes. Excited for Georgia State being 3-0, and heading into Sunbelt play. And uh, Charlotte, welcome to the American. Yeah, I mean, Georgia State struggled with Rhode Island in the first game. Shout out to Rhode oh, yeah, Island. Shout out who to beat, Rhode beat, Island who beat Maine, uh, beat Maine? Before, before the hurricane. First time they beat Maine in a long time in Maine. I didn't, in in uh, or, 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 Orno, 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 I believe it's Orno. Orno. I'm probably saying it wrong. Shout out to the maniacs who will yell at us about this. Maniacs. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's what they call themselves. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. There used to be a QMJHL team called the Lewiston Maniacs, but they were worried people wouldn't get it. So they spelled it like maniacs with main in all caps. I hate that so much. You got to do it. We go on to UMass 17, Eastern Michigan 19. Two of our favorite teams that we really do enjoy playing each other. I have cursed UMass and I apologize. I have fucked it up. I started the the chowder bowl and then ever since then it has just been a mess. If you guys will look in the chat, you will see how gray this game was. It was It is very gray. It's so aggressively gray. God, I, that's so northeastern. The the things that really throw me are that the sideline outside of the field is green. Yeah. The end zones are green as well. Yes. The E in the middle of the field is green. Yes. The rest of it is gray. I did do what I started doing last year and ran this through a a colorblind filter. And let's be honest here. It looked about the same. If you were red, green, colorblind, this game was hell for you. Look, I, I mean, UMass takes the lead in this game late. And I'm like, yes. Like maybe, maybe UMass can get another ingredient in your cursed chowder bowl. Your chowder curse that you put on there was no emu in this chowder. There was no emu in this chowder, and then and then Eastern goes down like it's nothing, and they score, they take the lead, they miss the extra point. So I was like, oh, maybe UMass can get a walk off field goal, but like Eastern was like, no, you're not even going to get a first down on the next drive, and they just they they took it out. Um, you know, they UMass fought hard. They are very close on a few games and. I don't know. I, I, I see signs of improvement. I know the wins are not there yet because you cursed them with your chowder bowl after the first one. I feel so. I feel so. so, it's, so a, it's all your fault, Jordan. So uh, all you mass fans, uh, blame Jordan. For all, this one. all you mass fans are all you mass. Fans. <laughs> all you mass fans. You, you figure it out. You uh, mass <laughs> should be happy to know that in the massy composite rankings, which takes into account, about 30, 35 different rankings. UMass is not last right now. We will get to the team that comes that is last because they did drop the Battle of Enchantment or the Enchantment Entanglement 
But next game is FIU 24, UConn 17. Three and one FIU, y'all. That's, I, I think we might be the only people that know this fact. Yeah, well, there are some Panthers that are doing well this season. I love to see it. I we love do. to see it. I, you, I, I you love that. Die, so I love that you tweeted fine. that. And, and then we got a bunch of replies that just said, pause up. Yeah. Pause up. Pause up. Pause up for the for the Florida Panthers. FIU. Uh, I sure. I, I mean, like, uh, rawr. Okay. Jim Moore, Jim Moore <laughs> Jr. is 0-3 at UConn. The Husky oh, Revolution has, uh, has, has some Marcus it, tendencies. Was that there? The Husky Revolution. It's the Husky Counter Revolution this is, year. Is, it's like, this year it's like the reload. Last year it was War Daddies, wasn't it? No, it what was, was the, it? that was the defensive line. They were the, the Husky War Revolution. That was the defensive line of the Husky Revolution. So I don't even know what they're saying is this year. I don't see it too much. It was like it was like reload team. or something like that. But it's War not... Daddy sounds like a Michigan message board. I really, really don't want to be on. Hey there, War Daddy. War Daddy's my grinder name. <laughs> That's Michigan Grinder. I'm uh yeah. That, that's Grinder spelled with an E. Hey, you know what's <laughs> messed up when you go with the Husky Revolution, right? So that's back in 1776, the revolution that they're basing it off of, right? Is that the revolution and they're basing it off of? I don't I, know. I don't know, but there's like a Husky Revolution. But then they go with the reload. Like muskets take a little while to reload. So <laughs> that is okay. maybe that's what's You're going right. on with UConn. So We're I don't We're advancing no to the UConn. War of 1812. War of 1812, the Battle of New Orleans over Nutmeg. So what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing is UConn's going to play against McGill. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bring back those old games. In the Enchantment Entanglement, aka the Battle of Enchantment, aka the Rio Grande Rivalry, aka whatever else we're calling it this year. Entanglement. New Mexico State 27, New Mexico 17. The Aggies win it. And they looked very good doing it. Diego Pavia, once again, back on his shit, not forcing things and looking like an actually great quarterback. We know he is. Uber- it feels like the the UMass game now was really weird because New Mexico State has looked way better since yes. that game. Yes, that that was a weird game. Like, I, it's going to be a weird one for a while. This is the team, by the way, that is at the bottom of the Massey composite index. That would be New Mexico because, yeah. They are mm-hmm. uh, and the the, uh, the coach Danny Gonzalez of New Mexico said that they were going to make a bowl game. So how many wins do we have to get to, get to, to a bowl game? He has to get five and four to get six and six to get a bowl game. So in the, all right, in the Mountain maybe West, his, maybe his players are really smart and they're banking on APR. That, so we have to. We've got to come up with five out of the following list. Let's let's go. What, what what's we're, New Mexico's schedule? Schedule time. So, yeah. so next week. They got UMass. Oh wait! Uh, oh, at, no, at I, UMass or in Albuquerque? At at UMass. Oh, oh, we're gonna talk about this on Tuesday. Oh, sure. oh, oh god! Oh. Okay. Wait, wait, wait! Then, from then, Albuquerque then, to Amherst. Then we're going to Laramie. We got Wyoming. No, nope. Okay. No, okay. Nope. 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 Then we return home for San Jose State. Nope. No. If it gets weird, it's Toledo. Nope. 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 If it gets weird, hell. Then we've got Hawaii coming to town. Yes. Hawaii off the island. Yeah. Hawaii off the island is okay. Uh, Coin flip. Then, then we're gonna head a little bit northwest to the booming metropolis of the Wolfpack to visit Nevada. 
The booming metropolis of the Wolfpack. Nevada's yes. really bad. Tentative mm-hmm. W? Yeah. I don't know. New Mexico's also very bad. <laughs> Shit. I, I see if we're giving them a fair shot, like we're giving them house odds on the 50-50s, I got two wins here. Okay. Then they're hosting UNLV. UNLV looked real good against Vandy. I don't Ooh, know if that's Vandy? a statement. I don't know if that's a statement against Vandy or I don't know. Now we're headed to the Smurf turf to go play no, Boise State. That's not happening. Grande nope. L. No. Yeah. Now we get to go to Fresno State. Uh-uh. Nope. No, sorry. Big L. Big, big L. Mm-mm. And now we finish our season hosting Utah State. That's a win. Mm-mm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just optimistic. Utah State, no, I... Utah State has three injured quarterbacks at this point <laughs> in the season. And... It, it might take more than that to lose to New Mexico right now. <laughs> that's that's New Mexico. Tough. The thing with New Mexico is, I think they're going to start playing a lot more desperate because I wonder if get, getting to the midpoint of the season when players are going to look around and they're going to look at. Uh, the fact that the coach is probably gone if they don't make a bowl. I mean, I'm almost certainly. And Likely. I mean, I don't know. If there's a win here, like if there's a weird one, like I not Boise, but Utah State, maybe they come off. Who did they play the week before? Maybe they come off a weird game. Uh, do they duck Colorado State? I don't know. Like I And I kind of want to give them a chance against UMass because – there's a good chance that that UMass team that played New Mexico State is not the same UMass team we have now. They looked kind of slow and plotty against EMU, although EMU do- does that to teams. Do I see an easy five or six wins? No. no. I don't yeah. see an easy one win. But I mean, the, they gotta, a path they is there. Up. Yeah. No. So it... not necessarily great. So good luck to you, New Mexico. We'll, we'll talk about you in your next game for sure. On our preview Absolutely. Uh, oh, shout yes. out to New Mexico State, um, he, who's going to Hawaii uh, for their game. And there'll be the late night game, New Mexico State and Hawaii next week. So that, that's going to be fun. Shout out to Jerry Kill, too. He was on the sidelines. He took a hit, too. Uh, oh, wow. So he's still doing good. They just said he was under the weather. So I, they keep giving the impression it's nothing serious. We definitely hope it's nothing serious. Uh, you know, stay healthy, Coach Kill. And, you know, we're going to move on to, uh, you know, I guess kind of like a big tent. No, that's an ACC game. It's 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 Virginia versus Maryland. <laughs> I'm just going to note I, this one thing. I don't want to go too in-depth on this one. But Virginia got out to a 14-0 lead, and then Maryland scored 42 unanswered. So that, that happened. Also, uh, it was 14-14 at halftime. And then shout out to my sister uh, for for sending me a bottle of Old Bay vodka. And I posted a picture of the Old Bay vodka. And then Maryland proceeded to score 28 second half points. So that's why I was getting asked what shot pitchers the Old Bay vodka should go in. (laughs) Things are getting things are getting put together. Things are getting put together now. That That is definitely correct. Um, So I I did want to say that Maryland again. You know, getting down fourteen nothing to you know lesser teams, but then come roaring back, seems to be a little bit of a thing. Shout out to all the Maryland fans in the Maryland flag. The the one guy, I, well, not one guy. There was probably like thousands of guys in, in like full <laughs> full Maryland flag, uh, like suits and stuff. It was ridiculous. I wonder if like there's an old bay. Would do you think anybody would wear that? Like an old bay? Yes, I would. Yes. Uh, 
That's a specific type of guy. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, Jordan, I have a question for you. Yeah. Would you eat Old Bay straight out of the tin with a spoon? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. That's what I thought. All right. Continue. Old Bay <laughs> cologne is something that autofills on Google. Hold on. Oh, good. Let me, th- is there one? Or is that just uh, or is Google giving us ideas? I, I feel uh, like I feel like more appropriate would be Old Bay Axe Spray. It's like Bay. I, it's it's Google being like Bay Rum. Okay. But there is an Etsy thing that says Old Bay Scented, and I have clicked on it to see what's going candle. on with that. Candle. I would like that too. It's a candle. Yeah. I, I also someone has a sticker which looks really cute. It's a it's an Old Bay juice box. Ooh. <laughs> Amazing. So then we go on to UNT 40, Louisiana Tech 37. North Texas gets their first win under the new regime. I'm very happy about this. As as a twice a double alumnus of the Mean Green, Kaka, as they I think they say, this might be their hand thing. I don't know. I mean, That's sure. a fastball. North sure. Texas finally went with the ULM transfer Chandler Rogers, yes, and they get they, their they first win of the year. Uh, they almost blew a 37 to 20 lead here, but La Tech tied it at 37-37. But again, former ULM QB beat Louisiana Tech, so I'm counting that as a, a win of ULM over Louisiana Tech. Also, again, not a conference game. North no. Texas Louisiana Tech is no longer a conference game, not, which not a conference game feels weird. Army 37, UTSA 29. Holy shit! Army just sat on them. It was the most Army thing I have ever seen. It was, except they did it from the shotgun. Like the the shotgun triple was. I, I just want to go over the stats here. Um, yeah, please do because they're because this is bonkers. So this is this is amazing, right? Army had 188 yards passing. They were eight for 18 passing. Uh, mm-hmm. the, their yards per pass was you know 10.4 yards. They rushed the ball 65 times for 254 yards. I I've seen stats where it said they were seven for seven on fourth down, and but ESPN indicates it's six for six on fourth down. I don't believe ESPN, so I'm gonna go with seven for seven. <laughs> Uh, still, because their stats have been awful this year. Fucking, Fake news. fucking ESPN thinks that Cincinnati, Miami, Ohio played an overtime hockey game. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, who's to say that they didn't? I mean, you know. honestly, I think I think it's a good idea. If, if we're gonna do this two point conversion shootout thing, give give whoever loses a half a win. That's what we do in hockey. I mean, that makes sense. Do it. Why the hell not? But UTSA. UTSA did everything right except for one turnover, and they were chasing that one turnover the entire. They even completed a hail mary like right mm-hmm. before half, and they were chasing that that fumble in the, on the first drive that that gave Army a fourteen nothing lead, and they were chasing them the entire game, and they just couldn't catch up. They just couldn't do it. They they couldn't tie the game. They just just chasing Army the entire time. They got within two points. They, I mean, it was it was a fantastic game. They just could not close that gap. The Army, so Acme, uh, was able to finally catch the Roadrunner, I guess, here. Is Acme a defense contractor? Is that canon? Probably. Sure is we now. Could, we is... can make it that way. So, okay. you know. I, I think they're like Yamaha, where they just make everything. Jet skis um, and saxophones. and. Yeah. I have to be the one to say it, because is Army good? <laughs> they They've looked great. Yeah. I mean, the and more they lost the, the ULM. The, the more you say is Army good, it makes me feel better. So I'm going to say yes. Yes, there you go. <laughs> give me, give me a little here's bit your, of ULM confidence here. Here's your, here's your parlay. Are Army, Rutgers, and Syracuse good? Christ. 
Only in New York, baby. Christ. Is this what big is this what Big East North, Big East slash Northeast hey. football supremacy looks like now? God. Oh God. You wanted the New York TV market and by God. We we <laughs> just something. we just invested in the Yes network. And that's the answer to all of them. Are they good? Yes. It's more Generation Z. It's the Yes network. Yeah. <laughs> UNLV 40, Vanderbilt 37. Dude. Vandy, what the fuck did you do? This I, game was on at the same time as a lot of the other ones were closing out. And I kept looking and just seeing this game get stupider and stupider. I love this game so much because it was ridiculous and it was just endless amounts of ridiculousness. I mean, th- let's just go over the last little bit of it. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause this one, this one got real. Let's dumb. just go. Yeah. This one got really insane here. So halftime, I'll just say that UNLV was up 20 to 17 at halftime. So fine. Okay, whatever. Then they go up 30 to 17 uh, because after Vandy fumbled because Vandy was 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 playing quite loose with the 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 chips there in, in Vegas. So Vandy gets it and then it's like 30-30. They tied it 30-30. UNLV makes it 37-30. Vandy gets a touchdown 37-37. Now, it's 37-37 with a minute left. Like a minute seven left. Yep. First pass for UNLV, interception. So they, they returned it to the UNLV 26. Vandy gets the ball, immediately gets an interception. So Vandy's already in field goal range here. Mm-hmm. So UNLV has their timeouts, all of them. So they have all three timeouts, which is shout out to uh, the head coach of UNLV having all their timeouts there. Vandy runs the ball three times, does not get a first down. Uh, fourth and four at UNLV's 15. They miss a 33-yard field goal with 44 seconds left. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe UNLV will just go to OT. There's 44 seconds left, whatever. UNLV has no timeouts now, right? They're just going to pack it in. Let's go to OT. No, UNLV Ooh. does the opposite of that. So They, they pay to win the game. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, actually, wait. UNLV only used two timeouts on the last drive that Vandy had? That, okay, this again, this is ESPN. This has got to be wrong. I, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. No, Vandy took a timeout. Vandy took a timeout, not UNLV. We're fine. So UNLV, passing complete. UNLV runs for four yards to the UNLV 24. Then Vandy takes a timeout with 29 seconds left. And then UNLV just just says, fuck it. Let's go for it. They run the ball 10 yards, get a first down. The clock stops. Then they hit a 48-yard pass to the Vandy 18. Mm-hmm. And they hit a 36-yard field goal from a kicker that Bobby Petrino brought with him from Missouri to Vandy. <laughs> who, but- said, who said, I thank Bobby Petrino for the thing. Like, someone who has said something very nice about Bobby Petrino is like, I yes. thank him for bringing me here. Shout out shout out to Split Zone Duo for getting that information and Alex Kirshner for getting that Jesus info. Jesus Christ. But, but yes, Bobby Petrino provides a win for UNLV over Vandy. So thank thank you, fans. I had one question for you here. Let's just say you went to to Vegas this weekend. Let's say you showed up on Friday. How weird would have your your weekend gone that you showed up to a Vandy UNLV game as a neutral? You walk up to the concierge at a hotel in Vegas, like I need tickets to the hottest show in town. Here you go, sir. Here's two for on the fifty yard line for Vandy UNLV. I was gonna say, are hotels comping these tickets? I hope so. I comped you. I comped you, Vandy UNLV. 
Your luck is very good, sir. Here are some tickets to... <laughs> you will you will stay at our hotel. Here's a free suite and some tickets to Vandy UNLV. Man, you've, you've been playing the poker tables amazingly. Here you go. Is this what Circus Circus gives out? <laughs> Bright light city, gonna set my doors. Gonna set my door. Comp, did. comp Vandy UNLV tickets. Oh my god. I, love I didn't even mean that as a joke. I think that's genuinely what I didn't happened. No, seriously, was. I really feel like this could really happen. Like you go to the Luxor and you enter the weird pyramid or just the giant sphere that they have and you walk by and here's some careful, careful about talking about the Luxor. Beth still has the head wounds from that one. <laughs> Shout out to the sphere long, though. As long as I never shave my head, no one can tell. There you go. <laughs> it's uh, I, I wouldn't be like, cause there's a good chance that there's a lot of people who aren't just like, especially people coming from, let's say out of the country that just don't know any better. That are they're like here's free tickets to a football game. They're like Americans love football. This must be great. Oh god! And then they're they're no, treated to the, no, the blunders of this country. But this game was phenomenal. It was great. So was like great. if you're like a European yeah. or like uh, this, is, this, is how, this is how this is how this is how Saudi money gets into you gets into college football. It's UNLV. <laughs> remember when um, this isn't one to one, obviously, but remember when the Red Sox and Yankees went to London. And they played in a tiny stadium with a juiced ball, and they, the games were like fifteen to fourteen, and all the Brits were like, "Wow, baseball's great." That's what this was. So they juiced the game. They juiced the Vandy UNLV game for the, all the international tourists that they gave comp tickets to. Uh, UNLV AD Larry Scott. The last couple of times I've been in, I was in Vegas. I just remember most of the international tourists being Germans who were like looking for the old West and found Vegas instead. <laughs> Germans love football. Germans love football. This would be great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, now we're gonna have a bunch of German Vandy fans. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, no, no I one deserves not. that. Herr, Herr Commodore, yeah. <laughs> oh. Don't turn around. Uh oh. Uh, 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 the van. Uh-huh. The Commodores are Commodores in town. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, rock me, Commodores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's right. That was two different songs by that German guy that we just referenced. Arizona 31. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I lost the name for a second. I mean, du hast mich gefragt, but ich habe nicht gesagt. Der Kommissar is by After the Fire. It is not by Falco. It's a cover. It's it, no, Falco. it's a cover. I what? promise. Yes. After the Fire covered Falco. I yep. promise. Yep. Huh. It did. Jesus Christ. I said Arizona 31, UTEP 10. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, this was just, yep. UTEP is. UTEP's going to have one of those years, and it sucks. Sorry, UTEP. I mean, Jim Delore. Delore. No, and no interceptions. I, I don't know what happened. No. What, I mean, you thought the, Arizona had 544 yards. No issues. Only Both teams only lost a fumble. I was expecting a bunch of INTs. Nobody yeah. threw an interception. Neither side. What happened? I hate to, I hate to mention this, but uh, University of Louisiana, Raging Cajuns 41, UAB 21. I, I don't the Trent know. Trent Dilfer th- experience is not going great to start with. I think I don't I don't know. Like I, I'm just gonna say this. Like when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in a different division than the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. I, I rooted for uh, the Buccaneers along with the Saints. So I was a big like Bucks fan because they were they were awful. 
Uh, and, and, you know, again, I'm drawn to like really bad teams and I love just watching them. I, I enjoyed, you know, Steve DeBerg hit like, you know, <laughs> creamsicle unis watching them play the saints in the Superdome, like both horrible teams. Uh, of course, I got to thank my dad for taking me to that game. Uh, so I appreciate that one, but yeah, I enjoyed rooting for them. And then Trent Dilfer was the quarterback on those Buccaneers teams before they joined, you know, the, the NFC South as it was. So, you know, Trent Dilfer losing kind of feels somewhat good, even though it's at the hand of the Cajuns. The dreaded, the dreaded raging Cajuns. So it's like, I don't know because it's like, well, the Cajuns are from Louisiana and I'm like, well, not necessarily a Dilfer fan. So I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. I, I could, it, it's a non-conference game. I'm fine with the, the Cajuns winning here. Yeah, this is a win for the Sun Belt. That's all this That's is. That's it. Like SBC, SBC, SBC. So, Pit Girl and Beth, you guys were in route, I believe, during the Iowa State-Ohio game. Uh, <laughs> I was this... I was following it on ESPN, like the app, and okay. know nothing else. Ohio yeah. 10, Iowa State 7. I want to read just the drive summary chart of the first half of this game, which was 0-0 going into the half. This we start with punt, 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 missed field goal, missed field goal, punt, 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 end of half. Amazing. I have very rarely seen two teams do so little with so much. I I have an interesting uh, thought about this game, and I I don't know if it makes sense at all, but I think this is the exact opposite of the Syracuse Purdue game from last year, because last year I remember watching that game and thinking. Syracuse is not playing football. Football is happening to them. And that's how I felt about Ohio in this game, but in the opposite direction. Hmm. This was a mess that included a Iowa State field goal that I swear to God it was inside the bar from every angle I saw. But the ref said it was not. And it was controversial, let's say. But Iowa State should have never been in the position that three points was going to cost them this game or not. Mm -hmm. It was one of those angles where like you... You, you ever see a uh, a baseball game where a guy absolutely gets a hold of one on the along the foul pole where it goes so high above the foul pole yeah. you can't actually tell when it crossed? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's how it looked because I I don't know if I was just talking myself into it, but I could definitely see that being no good, like it wrapping around. Yeah. But I, this was also I, Iowa State fan, uh, Oklahoma State fans all showing up in the chat being like, "Huh, weird to lose a game on like on a on a fucking." Uh, on a fucking weird uh, field goal. How does that feel, Iowa State? Uh, yeah. Ooh. I mean, I if that's the case, can we get cameras on both of the uprights? Yes. That point straight up? This like, is not hard. Like, like pylon cams. Shout out to the pylon folks. But like pylon cams. Where are my pylon heads at? Yeah, we're, we're the <laughs> pylon people. We'll get to but, this in a second. The Missouri yeah. SID folks <laughs> running out to grab those pylons. Yes, Great. definitely. But, going as a pylon for Halloween. That's... <laughs> That's, I mean, we could do that. And then, um, you know, Arthur has a great point that we did get a pretty good clothing brand out of a controversial field goal call. So um, shout out to our folks at Home Field Apparel. Home Field. You know, we are partners with them. So, yeah, this we, this game. Holy we can shit. go into the ad reads off of the. Oh, Iowa let's do State that. Game. Sure. Let's do it. Go right ahead. Okay. That was a perfectly smooth transition. Yeah, yes, I'll do and that. I, and I kind of blew it. But, okay. I'll start with Homefield then. Homefield is um, our amazing partner. They have the softest, best clothing mm-hmm. with all sorts of great logos. 
We have folks wearing pit gear and lots of gear tonight from different schools. This I refused to start the podcast tonight until I went and got my Tulane joggers. <laughs> I wore my, once again, my best neutral shirt in the press box is my Colorado School of Mine shirt. In fact, <laughs> uh, so one of the folks from our Twitter it was in the press box and not Twitter uh, from our discord and recognized me because I was wearing my Colorado school of mine <laughs> shirt. So home field has partnered with us this year for two things. First off, if you have your first order, you get 15% off. That's code. Yes. Ha ha ha. Yes. Three ha's. And then our weekly sicko shirt showdown that we pick a game each week and have two shirts from that game usually. And you get 25% off with offer code committee. But this week, Oh, yeah. The Pac-2 championship game is on. Oregon State and Wazoo are playing for the championship. That's and, we are offering, and we are offering four shirts. Two for each team. Two each. One to celebrate the history of their team. And then one just like a normal, awesome, vintage-style shirt for, for each one. So you'll get some of you can You have a chance. Again, we're all Beavs and Cougs fan this year. Um, and probably for the rest of our lives, you know. Buy, support the school, buy these awesome shirts. Once they run out, they're they're gone. Once the sizes run out, they're gone. The code goes away. So get these, support your Oregon State Beavers and your Washington State Cougars uh, because we got a two-pack for the pack two. We have other things that we have are our Substack, we have our YouTube channel, and we have our Patreon. For $5 a month, come talk to us on Discord, join the weekly ratings debate, Live chat during games, oh, yeah. see pictures of the food we're cooking, see the cats and pets that we have, and yeah, come holler with us because nothing's like, nothing feels good better than on a Saturday just sort of yelling into ether with a bunch of people online. I, I just checked the uh, the starboard, the top posts right now, and it, they're currently writing poems about Bill Belichick, so. There you go. Perfect. We also have our merch store, sickos-committee.selfie.store or sickoscommittee.org now redirects there. Oh, we have a website. Uh, hold up. Let me make sure I do We're that. Sickos Committee.org. Redirect. Come on. It's slow. Yes, it does it's redirect. Awesome. Sickoscommittee.org. We'll get you to our store. We have some amazing gear, stickers, and shirts, and mouse pads, and who knows what else. We'll work on some new stuff as well. I have a script Sickos that we're going to have pretty soon, and we have... Pit Girl's famous saying, when your time was a mistake, and I have a stick, we're going to have a sticker for that as well. So there Yay. we go. If you have any more things that you want, let us know. We're happy to design them because we want to make you guys as big a part of this as we are because we couldn't do this without you. And now we're going to do some quicker things because we're going to get slogged down. It's already, you know, 1122 Eastern time zone. We're going to do the Colorado game. It's going to go on for fucking ever. <laughs> yes. Next game, Iowa 41, Western Michigan 10. He's back above That's, the line, kids. Yeah. This is so this many was, points. So many is, points. This was scary for a minute. Like, Iowa turned it on late. Who knew they could do that? Well, I mean, after Brian French threw his headset, it was it was just everybody was for the angry. Hawkeyes were left. so angry. I love how he threw it, and then it was already attached to his waist, so it just went around his waist. Like, it didn't even go <laughs> it down. Like, it just went around like his waist. Ball. It, it was tethered to him. So he threw it, and then the cord wasn't that long to hit the ground. It just wrapped around <laughs> tether ferns. Can't even have a good, like, hissy fit. 
<laughs> I wish it would have. I wish it would have wrapped him up while like coyote style, and he fell hog tied. Yeah. Like he hit himself with a bolus. Perfect. Yep. Um. This was. Oh yeah, he's the, he's the one um, Ewok just like hitting himself. Is that Wicket or is Wicket the other one? It's. I don't think it is Wicket. I think it's. Uh, Dude, Wicket. I don't. I don't know any of the Ewoks' names. They had names. You don't know Wicket? I don't know. Wicket's, Wicket's, Wicket's the one. Come on, my dude. Yeah. He's like the I've main Ewok. I, the, the main Ewok. Okay. I didn't know main he had Ewok. a name. I, I'm not. Okay. I've seen the movies, but like. I, the head not, Ewok in charge. H I, H E O C. <laughs> okay. Yuck. Yuck. This game also had one of our two safeties for the yes. weekend. Yes. Uh, Iowa had a block punt for a safety, which contributed to the 41 points. I really hope that the, the, the blitz on varsity radio. I hope that they said that we sponsored that one because I love <laughs> our partnership with the Blitz that we like sponsor certain plays. We don't sponsor it's teams. Great. We don't sponsor teams on the varsity radio it's, app. It, we it's, just sponsor it's weird plays, plays and weird, weird plays, scores. Weird plays, weird scores, block punts, safeties, doing field goals. That's all we sponsor. That's all we want. Also, the weirdness. Western Michigan's kicker sister, I believe, is a meteorologist. In Cleveland, yes. And was sending him weather updates during the game to help his kicking. Yeah, it's to help to help him with the wind. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, they had a weather delay at one point, and a, apparently the WMU went all out before the weather delay because the kicker went up to the coach and said, we're going to have a weather delay soon. Mm-hmm. LSU 41, Mississippi State 14. Y'all got palindromed. Yeah. Okay. There was, there was seriously, I didn't expect LSU to be awake this morning, uh, that morning game in Starkville, but maybe the the Cowboys woke their ass up because they took it to (laughs) Mississippi state. And uh, I mean, they ran over one dude. My God. Trucked him. That was, there was another trucking later we can get to, but I, I don't even think Mississippi State was even in this game at any point in time, and I was very surprised by this. But but good for you, LSU. Kansas State twenty seven, Mizzou thirty. The <laughs> fuck happened here? This was such a great game. It this, was this the this in the early spot. This was the best game. Full on. Oh this man. Was great. Oh my god. I like. I tweeted the quad box that I had at the beginning, the ESPN Plus quad box, not the YouTube TV one. And this was my upper left, and I had the sound on this the entire game. Uh, Kansas State's first touchdown was like a doink, was like a doink, uh, like deflected doink touchdown. I'm like, oh, this is definitely Kansas State's day. Like, they they can do no wrong. And then anything in this game just went haywire. Uh, K-State's quarterback, I think Howard, got hurt. I mean, this this went insane. And just just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then, you know, there's a little little bit of clock commandery here by Drinkwitz, but he got bailed out by the best field goal, best college field goal I've ever seen. 61 yards? 61 SEC yards. record. By, SEC record. By uh, Harrison Mavis, a.k.a. Yes. the thicker kicker. That's right. If you will look in the chat, I have clipped the Wikipedia article, and guess what? Oh, my God. It's oh got citations, God. motherfuckers. Citations. Two citations, not just one. The internet is beautiful sometimes. He was ranked the the number eighth overall kicker in the class of 2022. When Mizzou went to storm the field, there was a flag. I was like, oh my God, what's the flag? Turns out that the ranked eighth kicker, there was two eights on the field for Kansas State. Yep. So um, 
you know, shout out to the the pylon folks that that immediately went to grab the pylons, and shout out Got to uh, Matt Brown, uh, extra points. Shout out to Matt Brown, extra points. He indicated that these pylons are typically not the possession, the like pylon cam, typically not uh, the possession of the school. The ones with the cameras are anywhere. Uh, I think he said about a thousand, or like nine hundred to a thousand dollars each. So definitely worth getting them off the field. Definitely, definitely worth to not pay. I mean, Mizzou already is going to have to pay the fine for storming the field because the SEC fined them. Which that whatever, storm the field, sixty-one yard field goal. I don't give a shit. Go, yep. go, go, crazy, Mizzou. Overranked Kansas State. Hell Over-ranked yeah. Overranked K State. A sixty-one yard field goal. Yeah, storm the fucking field. Just, just do it. Insane. Uh, that's three and zero, Mizzou. By the way, guys. Yes, three and zero, Mizzou. Pick girl's face right there. Yep. Talk to your kids about good Mizzou. I, I refuse to do that. I, I mean, I don't know if they're they're good or not. Hey, but I'm, in, I'm in Texas. I get to choose what I teach my kid. Okay, I'm not teaching them about. I do Mizzou. remember that time that they made the SEC championship game. That uh, has they, happened. They did that yeah. twice. Yep, yeah, twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. Two in a row. But yeah, shout out to Mizzou and the, and then Mizzou and Kansas State were, was our sicko shirt showdown. Uh, for the week, which is still on the collection. If you want to get some, you know, an awesome Mizzou Tiger with a vintage helmet or the, the pride shirt, uh, of course, the Wildcat land, you, you had to have that band shirt. So Florida 29, number 11, Tennessee 16. The swamp is a cursed, cursed fucking place for Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to give a, a clock commander nominee for, for uh, coach Heifel here. Um, Tennessee just could not complete uh, anything. And then Florida just held the ball. And we have to say our phrase here. Anytime we talk about Florida, no matter if it's good or bad, it is the Graham Mertz experience. Choo-choo. All aboard the Mertz. Bus now doesn't rhyme. The Mertz hurts. He's going to end up with yeah. You're going to end up with the Mertz squirts. Don't let that happen. Oh, 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 then they have to turn the plane around. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> when the Mertz squirts are going down the aisle. I did not see that video and I'm never I did. It's fu- I, I not, did. It's no. fucking awful. You should not. I'm, I'm not doing that. No, I have never I know, watched I know how. I know your stomach is sensitive. I have, no, seriously. I have never watched the one with the, the girls in a cup or whatever. Uh-huh. I, I am not going to watch <laughs> that video either. That's exactly not what I'm happening. Not Louisville, happening. Indiana. not going to do it. Not doing it. Louisville, Louisville 21, Indiana. Indiana 14 at Lucas Oil Stadium. Louisville goes up 21-0 and almost fucks it up. Yeah, they did. The, the Hoosiers, that would have been an amazing comeback because, hey, oh, man, it was like 21 nothing, and then you think, like, the Hoosiers would pack it in. Then they fought back to make it 21-14, and they, they were there to tie it, and then they just they just got stuffed. It just, oh, Hoosiers. Oh, yeah. I, I think the full cast after dark mentioned that uh, the head coach of Indiana's uh, buyout is, is like $21 million. Or what like, the fuck mm-hmm. did they do? Uh, I mean, they extended him after the COVID season. After the crazy oh COVID God. year. After, they this, after him. the nine yes. Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. After, mm-hmm. after the COVID year that they finished, what, five and one, I think. And they were trying to get into the uh, playoff because. You know, Ohio State only played X amount of games or whatever. Oh, I remember that. Yes, yeah. yes. COVID, COVID year. And we just changed the rules. They just changed the rules for them. And and then Indiana was like, hey, we're going to be great forever. And now, Kamish, I love you watched this game instead of the Colorado game. So tell yeah. me about Kansas 31, Nevada 24. So, so I mean, 
you know, I have Kansas, Nevada on the tablet. I have I have Colorado State, Colorado on the quad box. I have also like like Western Illinois and Lindenwood quad box, along with some other games that are still going on at the time. So the quad box, Western Illinois, Lindenwood. Again, it's ESPN Plus. It's oh, the only games yep. that 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 they have. So anything on ESPN Plus that's still going on at those times, which Western Illinois and, and Lindenwood was a late game, which I don't know if it got delayed or something, but it was still on. I watched like the whole fourth quarter of that one. So I'm watching Kansas and, and Nevada, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Why can't Kansas get away from Nevada? And I'm like, this the, the Wolfpack won't go away. Well, N- Nevada fumbled the ball four times. But they recovered every single one of their fumbles. Like, like Kansas couldn't get the fumble to put them away. And, you know, Kansas, huge favorites. Reno gets weird. It's just such such a strange, strange game. Like, Kansas had one fumble all by themselves. But one of their linebackers got really excited. And he, his, like, legs were out of bounds. So he touched it first before the other Kansas player who was completely inbounds. So they overturned it. It was ridiculous. But Kansas was able to pull away, and 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 Nevada fought hard. I mean, they fought hard. This game was just so weird, back and forth, and, and Kansas was just able to to just kill it out. And I think Coach uh, Leipold was just like, you know, they, they had us a big favorites, but, like, we're, we're Kansas. Nothing is given to us at this point. We're not – we're not good enough to just walk in and just beat somebody randomly. Yeah. No, but but you should be. It's Nevada. They're very bad. I, you know, again, it's at Reno. It's at night. It's weird. Who knows? It's college football because this week is weird as hell. Wake 27, ODU, Old Dominion 24. This game was Old Dominion 17-0 at the half. Yeah. And then everything falls apart. Wake I mean, wakes up. Yeah, Wake, and just Wake was woke them. in the second half. Woke Wake in the second half. Stay woke. Stay, stay woke. Stay, stay wake, as some some of our Wake fans say. Stay wake. Uh, but <laughs> seriously, Wake had 127 yards in the first half, but they finished with 409. Shout out to ODU's Lamarian James, seventh player in FBS history to score on a fumble return for a touchdown and an interception return for a touchdown in the same game. That's amazing. Nice. That's an amazing stat. Shout out. I feel like that needs to have a name. I don't. Right. I don't I, like you know. Let's find the first. Let's find the first person who did it. We'll name it after that. I have no idea. If it's not someone who's awful. Yeah, seventh player in FBS history to do that. Our, our ODU uh, committee member Arctic Turn was at the game. Sent sent us videos that the field goal net was was stuck on the top of the goalposts <laughs> on one side, and like Wake had to kick a field goal into that. It, it Wake made it. But like it was just it was stuck. Like they couldn't get it down. They were trying to pull it down. They would probably break the, the goalposts. But but yeah, the weight came back and, and won that one. We go on to Tulane 21, Southern Miss 3. The Bell is back uptown, kids. The Bell is back uptown. Rivalry game. I already tweeted at the Green Wave. I'm like, tell us how much it weighs. They were ringing the bell. Hopefully they'll they'll let us know. Uh Pratt was still out, so the backup. Uh, was able to to manage a, a nice 23, I'm sorry, 21-3 win for the Wave. Roll Wave. JMU 16, Troy 14. This was way more of a, like, 
defensive struggle than I thought it was going to be, but that shouldn't surprise me because every time I think a Sunbelt game is going to be a thousand points, it ends up being, you know, 10 to 7. Four. Yep. No, Speaking Troy, of this, Troy and JMU, uh, I mean, fantastic game. Troy almost had a shot to get a field goal to win this game at the end, but there was like an intentional grounding and then it backed him up out of the range. Also, JMU was talking a bunch of shit at mm-hmm. the end of the game. Like the players were taunting Troy, which that gives me that good that this should have been the Sun Belt Conference title game last year. Yes. It should have been. And it felt that intense of a game. So the Dukes to to duke this one out and, and win 16-14, which Troy's defense is is phenomenal. Another game that I know you all were might have been a car for. Did you hear what happened to South Alabama, Oklahoma State? I did. How, how did this happen? Yeah. Oklahoma so, State's bad, bad. So South Alabama, like we've been saying, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State yeah. is bad, bad. It was blank. They, they blanked them most of the game. Pretty much. And, yeah. and Oklahoma State fans, like I have not seen them like this in a while. This is the worst I've seen Oklahoma State play in in, in my recent memory. I, this is it's a, do you think that Mike Gundy just th- knew he was playing against USA and thought it was his sovereign duty to lie down? Mm-hmm. Probably, probably. Of I mean, respect to like, troops, saluting the flag. Got, God bless the USA. Nope this this that flag has some gold fringe on it. I do not respect yeah. the authority of a flag with gold fringe. This is you a know, court of admiralty. Of course he is. Of course he is. This is a court of admiralty. I cannot be court-martialed again. I mean, this is as bad as that K State kicked Oklahoma State's ass last year, mm-hmm. which is like 48 nothing. But this was a Sunbelt team that did this in Stillwater, which which if Oklahoma this had been, State... If this, had been in, if this had been in Mobile, like, whatever. Huh? <laughs> Shut that up. was on purpose. That yeah, was on I, know, purpose. I know. I know. It was great. I, mean, I still laughed at it. You can't just say it like that. <laughs> Everyone, I... We have video on today, and literally everyone alerted like Solid Snake. This had been this had been in Mobile. Fine. No, no, no. no. Still that not still fine. Been ch- no. Okay. no, it would not have. It would not have been fine. Well, because because you know what else is bad? Only winning seventeen three in Tampa. If you're Alabama, uh, the, no, I like, I am giving it up for South Florida. Like South Florida was just like single covering receivers and then just oh, yeah. going after Bama like full force. There was like a giant rainstorm. There was like a monsoon. It was just like Nick Saban looked miserable. Like the worst, South, South Alabama like that sad in a long time. Uh, I'm sorry, South Alabama. I'm sorry. South Florida trucked an Alabama player, which I mean they got the first down, but then like three plays later they had the punt. But that was the offensive highlight for South Alabama. You know, we, we were joking when we ranked this one kind of low that it said like it was a, a look-ahead game for Alabama, which we were saying they were looking ahead to the Relia Quest Bowl. That 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 could actually come true after this game. So, yes. Uh, or maybe Bama. maybe Gasparilla, pirate <laughs> Nick Saban. Bama, Are Bama, we... Do, uh... do you want Phil? Because he's... Uh... <laughs> Take him. Delta, His QBR Delta, is is Delta in care of the the range of both Ty Simpson and Tyler Buckner. Just saying. 
Um, also, congratulations to all of us. Uh, great broadcast, everyone. We were on the we were the technical producers for that ESP for that ABC broadcast between Alabama and South Florida. Congratulations they to all to, of you. They had to lock the camera down because of the fucking weather, and it's one of those it was yeah, yeah it all was, twenty two. There's those all twenty two shots unintentional where the camera's like a field just... goal of it. You like you can see the field, and then it's just like the cameras that you only get like three cameras after the lightning thing. It's it's it should be more common knowledge, but it it probably is, but it's still weird. So it's weird, I, I, it's weird to watch. I've been in the truck for some sports broadcasts before, and I just I knew the switcher and the director in there were because they cut to the uh, for their like when you would normally cut to like crowd shots mm-hmm. or whatever. They had steady cams ready to go on the cheerleaders, which I appreciated. Yep. Because uh, and like just the wide shot of the crowd, I was oh, like, it's all they have. They're, they're still keeping the flavor of the broadcast. I I really appreciate that. They were trying their best. Florida State 31, Boston College 29. Almost pulled it off, Boston College. I almost spoke this into so existence. Close. Seriously, um, our our Florida State committee member that's been on the pod, Katie. Um, she was. She was she I'm was, sorry, Katie. She was, she was in a bad curious. way. Oh, she was God. not in a good place. Uh, like Jordan Travis got banged up in this game, and she was just like, immediately, burn these white helmets. Burn them all to hell. And I, I, it took me a little while. Because like BC was wearing their Four Wells jersey, like for the 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 BC alum that you know uh, passed in in nine eleven, and so they were getting like like Florida State was getting like the Wells game out of BC, and then BC's quarterback Castellanos was just again just scrambling for his life, making plays, and but and, BC. Uh- what, how many penalties did BC have? 18, 18. penalties for 131. Good night. Lost it out of penalty, if I recall correctly. Yeah, as well. they did. Yes. Yeah. And, and and another score bug issue, they had Florida State in the dark red. Yep. And BC in, like, white. I watched part of this game and was wildly confused the entire time because Every- I was watching it without audio and the score bug was backwards. The score bug, score bugs backwards, Terrible. uniforms backwards. Everything was just a mess in this game. And then, you know, they, there's like Hurricane Lee out there with like 20 to 30 mile an hour winds going mm-hmm. on. No rain that I saw. I, I, I want to say that I called this one to be weird. It was I, weird. I had, I had put my money on this one as being a weird one because of the weather and everything else. Well, the Knolls survive, uh, so they 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 probably were just happy to get the hell out of Chestnut Hill with a win, no matter what. Nebraska the just about had a transitive win over Florida State. That would have almost, been. almost. <laughs> that would have been near, near. Oh my God! Miami, Ohio, thirty-one, Cincinnati, twenty-four. The victory Woo! bell goes to Miami. Yeah, first time you're in hell with first us. First time in sixteen years, and and. Miami brings the series back even. 60-60 and 7. Wow. I like that every time Miami of Ohio wins, they're like, you can't end the series now. You're stuck with us. You're stuck with us in hell. And they have a nice transitive win over Pitt. It's a good day for them. Honestly, uh, I'm I'm happy to give it to them because, again, Cincinnati is now in hell with us. Mm-hmm. You're all coming down with us, fuckers. All of you. <laughs> it's going to be really funny when Miami of Ohio goes 11-1 and one and Miami of Florida is also in the playoff. Yep. Ooh, <laughs> get the confusion, rematch. confusion playoff. Uh, Texas beat Wyoming 31-10, to 10, and that's all we really need to talk about that. 
that, that uh, no, I mean, I mean, it looks like Texas got ahead early and put them away. No, and it was a really easy game. Then okay, the Colorado State game was interesting too. No, no, no. Hey, hey, let me let me get off this fact about Texas. Uh, this was Texas's first three and start since 2012. Hell yeah, Texas back. <laughs> guess guess who's been three and four times since 2012? The Indiana Hoosiers. <laughs> shout out shout out to Adam Jacoby on that that tweet. Uh, so just great information. Wyoming, Texas battling. It was 10-10 after three quarters. Uh, Wyoming, so fucking long. Wyoming, Wyoming was 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 dealing with their their backup QB and they fought hard. But shout out to the Cowboys. But the Longhorns were able to just wear them down and uh, put them away in the fourth. Little old Texas starting to figure out a couple of things. Oh. Look at you guys go. Third rank Al- Texas. Alabama's Alabama was tanking to make Texas look worse. <laughs> I know what this is. Okay, I tell you, it's a conspiracy. It is uh, totally. as. As the local Buffalo Bills fan, can I just point out the fact that Josh Allen was very bad last week while Wyoming was 2-0, and and Wyoming lost last night, and then Josh Allen got back to being good Josh Allen today. Okay. So apparently him and his alma mater are absolute opposites. Okay. When Wyoming is good, Josh Allen is Wyoming Josh Allen, and then when Wyoming is bad, Josh Allen is Buffalo Josh Allen. Wyoming is the Monstars. Got it. (laughs) Colorado 43, Colorado State 35. This one ended, it was the last game of the night. It ended about the same time as Arizona UTEP. This is the, I like the the only thing I need to say about this is that this is, this is the epitome of why if you're the underdog team, you try to stop the game. You don't keep, you don't keep going like, no, I'll get them in the third overtime. You have a disadvantage here. Go for two in the fucking game. At least. Seriously, I'm I'm still We've all mad. seen this a dozen times. Seriously, like, like look, 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 ULM was was in OT with you know <laughs> Willie Taggart's Willie Taggart's Florida State. And they make it to overtime. ULM ties uh, basically they're down one and they had the ball. I'm like, go for two and the game. Mm-hmm. ULM decided to kick the extra point and they missed the fucking extra point. I'm still furious about this. Over, over Colorado, a long enough period of time. Colorado they, State. End the fucking game. Go for can it. I, I, I watched I watched like the end of the fourth quarter and all of the overtimes for this game, and it was just like so, so stupid. Like Fair. immensely stupid. Yep. Can I offer the 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 devil's advocate here? Because I, in the moment, was fine with kicking the extra point because the way the game had played out, Colorado looked like the scrappy, undersized underdog to Colorado State's established physical presence. The problem is, the last three minutes of the fourth quarter was when Colorado State absolutely abandoned any sort of even mildly passive play calling on offense and defense. This game should not have got to overtime. No, no. But I, but, I actually but do did. not hate the decisions that were made in overtime. I think they were somewhat rational, especially considering how the game had played out on the lines. But the fourth quarter play calling was inexcusable. Go. No, Jay Norvell like pissed the entire game away. It's insanity. Like how many, how clock many? commander, not for any specific anything. Just oh, no, for he, like uh, he had a couple clock commander things. He, like he, he was he, he was took, yards commander. He took he took no he took two timeouts in the third quarter. Yeah, there's some craziness that happened here. 
and it's just like what what uh, and, go for the kill go for the kill and, and 17 penalties for 182 fucking yards and and the, the after talking shit was- about like taking your sunglasses off inside come on man and this wasn't yeah. this wasn't ticky tacky shit. Now, no, like the, that like, targeting call was awful. Like, like okay, that there was a blindside block call that was kind of bullshitty. Like, whatever, fine. That there wasn't. I didn't think it was a real they blindside block. Travis Hunter to the hospital. He should have been. That dude should have been tossed. Like, there's at like I I am grateful to this game because it got me home. This is what I was listening to to not hit deer. Nice. But, yeah. W- woof. Well, we don't like. I don't want to join the rest of the discourse on this, but yes. Anyways, I, that I'm game not happened. talking about the. Yeah, I didn't talk about the hit. Like whatever, I didn't talk about the hit. I. I mean, I. I will own my tweet about them going to Colorado, Oregon for uh, game day. That was me. So that was I, you. I, I yeah, that, that was, was you. Me. I messed no, up. No, they're going. They're going to South Bend. They're, they're going, going to South Bend. I missed that tweet from seven hours earlier. And which yeah, I, I apologize why. for that. Can't imagine why. Uh, that. Can't imagine why I, I missed that tweet because maybe there was a lot of events that happened in between those seven hours. Uh, they're going to South Bend, I, I, and then I saw Reese Davis like the tweet, so I was like, "Shout out Reese Davis!" You know, I'm just giving giving y'all guys grief. So you know, uh, Big Noon Saturday is also going to Cincinnati, so that that's kind of funny after what happened too. So why? I don't I don't know. Was this planned? It's, like it's Cincinnati Cincinnati OU. Is what they're going to. So, uh, yeah, Cincinnati yeah. OU was last week. No, the heart wants what it wants, and sometimes the heart wants the heart wants skyline. Oh, the joke we, is that can, Ohio is University the, is also OU. Well, yes, definitely. But um, oh, can we get the bear eating some skyline chili? Ooh, Ooh. oh, Ooh. oh! I'm gonna tweet that at uh, Chris Falica. Go for it. <laughs> Kentucky 35, Akron three. They brought the turnover tire on the road. That's yeah. a cool thing. That was it. I, I didn't. That's all I wanted to know. Wasn't really Wisconsin, close. Shout out to Wisconsin. Kentucky. Wisconsin 35, Georgia Southern 14. Georgia um, Southern's quarterback. Let me find his name because we're going to be learning Brin. it. There we go. Davis <laughs> Brin is picking up where Kyle Van Treese left off. Yes. He threw I, how many interceptions? Was it four? Five? 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 Four or five? I don't know. It was a lot. We have a committee member. Um, that's a big uh, Georgia Southern fan. Uh, I love his, his his split on his fandom. It's like Gator, like G-A-T-A, and, and slash Maine. Yep, love it. So, I mean, again, the committee represents everybody. Your weird fandoms, we're here for it. All of it. You know, I mean, my, my weird fandom, you know. Uh, <laughs> everybody has. Shout out to the random person in the South Hills who has a pit flag and an Auburn fan. I, or Auburn flag. I see you. Oh, wow. yeah. Thank you, Twitter, for showing me that person's Done. house. Penn State 30, Illinois 13. This wasn't, this didn't turn into the game that we thought it was. But y'all, that power went elsewhere. Yep. Need to drop something in the chat for you guys. Bring it up. Bring up that was it eight or nine OTs? This was an eight, this one went eight OT. It was a okay. Division two game between Emory, Emory and Henry and Newbury, Ooh. and they played an eight OT game that went to twenty five twenty three. Newbury wins it. So that's where that energy went. It just went yes. elsewhere in the world. Matter Dude. can neither be destroyed nor created. What, what was the what was what state was that game in? A state of confusion. Well, no, but I'm talking about where these schools at. Where are they located? Do we know? Vermont? No. Well, that'd be great. Emory and Henry in Virginia. Okay. Athletics. Is in South Carolina. Oh, my God. 
My God, that looks like a bad minor league baseball um, box box score. It does. It it looks. It does. It. It Oh my God. So yeah, that Uh, that was weird. So the the Penn State Illinois energy, like 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 Penn State was just just not getting touchdowns or anything like that. But Illinois was like, okay, we're gonna throw interceptions on our, our three straight drives, and then Penn State finally took their chances to to put it away. We have Oregon State being San Diego State. Glad Kamish wore the shirt, so that was the good luck. Yeah, I was I was terrified. So I, I do that pick Kamish's home field shirt for the day. Mm-hmm. And the the Beavers won the I am a Beaver Believer shirt. And so I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I feel this weird responsibility. Like, I put on this shirt. And I'm like, I don't want to curse your team or anything like that. So it was kind of close for a little bit, but then Oregon State was able to pull away, and I was able to breathe a little bit of a sigh, re- sigh of relief that I did not curse the Beavs, and they are still three and zero. And right. we they're now three and zero. Sorry. And Kamish, you have something to sing. Yeah. Did you want to play the song in like the chat? Do I need to like? Uh, let me. Let here? me. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me. Let me. That it will. Uh, I have actually, the YouTube video if you want it. I, I got it too. Okay, the the one I think I put it in the thing. I th- I think I put the exact same one too. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna try to sing. Yeah, ULM lost forty-seven to three. They did not cover the thirty-six uh, and a half point spread. So I have to sing the Aggie War hymn. Yes. Uh, because of this, and I am mad at Terry Bowden for this. I am just gonna say no. Start it from the beginning. Give me the give me the countdown. I oh. need to get ready. I'm just gonna sing this like once here. And uh, hopefully we'll get some, some, some music here. So shout out to, uh, I, I can't hear it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got to sing this. This is going to feel so dirty. Hullabaloo, connect, connect. Hullabaloo, connect, connect. Goodbye to Texas University. And white. I don't know the song. Goodbye, Texas, Texas. Aggie. They are the ones who show the real old five. The eyes of Texas are upon you. Not rivals. That this song is sing so well. Sounds like hell. Goodbye, University. I don't even know what the hell those words are, man. What is a chigagaram? Chigaroo, chigagaram. Chigagaroo, garam, chigagaroo, garam. Yeah, you can make it into coffee. I had it at Cafe de Monde one time. That's chicory, but okay. Same difference. I've, I listened to that like like five to ten times to try to get yes. the rhythm down, and I still could not figure out what Chigaroo station dialect. Then. A hullabaloo well, collect, connect, connect, or whatever. Uh huh. Connect. Four. We just have a couple okay. more things we need to touch on. Georgia, of course, ends up winning over South Carolina, but not before getting this shit scared out of them for a little yeah. bit. As is tradition. As is tradition. I would like to cover some NEC football really fast. Right. It just means something. We're going to do the NEC breakdown. It just means something. Let the let the podcast talk about neck. Good, goodbye. We have. We can't score more points on that. WVU than Pitt did. Long Island University 7, Baylor 30. LIU ends up 
giving Baylor a safety by chucking the ball over their punter's head. I, the punter, State, the punter, yeah. like actually reaching out to get the ball out of the thing. Made oh, it did, yeah, no he had to, like the, the punter had to like walk into the bushes by the field to get the ball. Get it the was ball. the most like, <laughs> was backyard sad. ass football. He did, so the, the punter watches goes over his head and doesn't even like doesn't even try to dash for. It. He's just like, nah, it's fucking gone. Like, no, that's that's gone. Like, I I'm already in the end zone. He's that's seen this before in practice. He's clearly seen this before. He knows how that is. Uh, Kent State 38, Central Connecticut 10. This was Kent State's home game for their Ride to Hell tour that they usually have. Stonehill 23, Georgetown 20. Stonehill starts the year really well for being ineligible for the NEC uh, playoff spot because they're new to this. Oh, no. Georgetown's undefeated no more. Wagner 17, Sacred Heart 10. Delaware. We had someone, we had someone in our mentions on the field from this game just exclusively tweeting us live updates. I did. From, we saw from Wagner? From, from Sacred, Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart, yeah. Oh, really? Yep. I mean, shout out uh, Nectar. I think was their name. I mean, Wagner. Oh, that's uh, good. I like that. Love Nectar. Love it. It's great. NEC tour. But mm-hmm. uh, yes, dude, Wagner. They've doubled their win total for the last like three years. Wagner Woo! has only won two games since 2000. Was it 2018 or 2019? 19. 19. So basically, they've they have already hit half their win total since 2019 by winning this game. St. Francis 14, Delaware 42. The Blue Hens absolutely just take them apart. Merrimack 44, University of Virginia. Sorry, no, Virginia University of Lynchburg. Okay. They are in Lynchburg. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a historically black school. They are part of the, they're part of the NCCAA. Okay. And then lastly, we have, Coastal Carolina, 66, Duquesne, 7. Oh. Ooh. Hey, the Dukes didn't get shut out. We're fine. Someday we'll be as good as the Chanticleers. Not this year. We have a couple of other interest, a couple of things I want to mention on uh, other FCS games very quickly. Did you guys see the Portland State score? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, yes. Portland State, 91. That does not. North American, 0. Oh, no. Then, I'm not sure North American's real. It is real. Oh, we've been over this. It's barely. It's, it's real ish. Barely real. It's it is. N- it is ish. It's, it's N A I N. I'm sorry. N A I A. But very, but only very recently. Is, yeah. is is North American real in the same way that linear time is real? I believe they're, in, they are real in the sense that in 2019, their graduating class was 12 people. Okay. Uh, Wait, how are they fielding? Oh my god! Yeah, well, that's what happened. They graduated all of their team last year. Basically, is is this the one that's in like Stafford, Texas? It's in Stafford, Texas. Yeah. Okay, so this was the one where they played Lamar a couple years back when we just first started. Logo. The, there, it just says logo. <laughs> there wasn't even a logo for this. <laughs> and is this the one that has? There was one that I think one of our committee members notified us that wasn't a real school, and it just looked like it that, was. That was it, that was, it, that was, that that was, was Fort Lauderdale, right? That was Fort Lauderdale. Okay, there was another one in Louisiana. It wasn't a real school either, but um, I, I don't know. But yeah, North American has played football for a couple of years. We're, we're definitely aware of it. Uh, they they did get beat pretty bad. It was ninety one nothing after three quarters. It was ninety one nothing. We were we're on a hundred watch. You hear about now? How not real a school this is. Uh, they are not accredited by SACSI, the Southern Association of College and Schools. They are accredited by another organization. Uh-oh. Because SACSI turned them down. 
Oh. Okay. That seems difficult. Yeah. Uh, a couple other just weird FCS things. Idaho gave Cal a real good scare. I was so sure that this was going to be an upset and it ended up, Cal ends up winning this one, but Idaho was up early. I love Idaho. Good job. Jackson State at Texas State. Texas State scored 77 on Jackson State. This was real pointsy. Ooh, who knew? Uh, Ball State ends up winning the, let me find the exact wording here, blue key victory bell there was, over Indiana yeah. Sycamores, 38-7. They are, they are beloved Sycamores. Northern Iowa, Iowa, Idaho State in the new and improved Holt Arena. Yeah. UNI wins 41-17. I was, and they didn't have a scorebook. I was I, I had this on the quad box because you know again I, I'm I was like hey let's check out the new and improved uh, Holt Arena, and you know all the colors of the 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 seats match now they match Idaho State they used to just be like random colored, so all the seats match like black and orange like Idaho State so I'm like oh let's check this out they didn't have a scorebook for the first game and a half uh, first quarter and a half and then when the scorebook came. On the ESPN Plus, it, it kept going like up, down, down. It, it would not stay still. And I was trying to take a video of it, but, you know, again, I, I got like a six-year-old flipping in front of me along with the teething baby, so I was unable to get one. Just trust me on this. <laughs> Source, trust me, bro. Trust me, bro. Just trust me about the weird scorebook, bro. Stanford beats – sorry, Sacramento State beats Stanford. The head coach's old team left them for the new team, and they came back, and Sacramento State beats them. That's beautiful. Congratulations on winning the Jilted Lover Bowl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My friend Steph's from Sacramento, and I, I wasn't following this game, but I just got a call from them that was just cackling laughter. <laughs> Temple beats Norfolk State. Behold the green and gold. Dartmouth keeps it close to UNH until the last quarter. UNH ends up running away with it for the Granite Cup. Montana plays a fuck around and find out game by inviting the D2 national champion Ferris State for some reason and Ferris state was up 10, seven at the half. Montana ends up winning 17 to 10. Do not do this shit. Do not invite the D two champion to your house. South Southeastern Illinois, sorry, Southeastern Illinois, Southeastern Louisiana, the Daiquiri cats go to the red field at Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington wins 40 to 29 Arkansas state gets their first win. Woo! They beat the Stony Brook Seawolves of the CAA. Yeah, the the, the Sea Wolves were, were were drawn to the waterfall uh, in the stadium, so that's what it was. The game that I want to talk about, Beth. Yes. Beth. Honestly, it was it was kind of messed up that they got to play that whole game against one person who was one of their fans. Teal beats <laughs> Bethany. Yes. And wins their first home game since 2016. I called it. Kinda. You did call it. <laughs> kind of. If they're going to win, this is the best chance. That's what you said. Teal football yeah. and athletics now follow us. All right. Because we yes. were all over their mentions being like, we love you. We're so happy. We love you, Teal Tomcats. And then they're probably really confused that uh, uh, an accountant with over 100,000 followers is following Teal. It's extremely yes. into this itty bitty tiny D3 school. We love them. I can confirm that we were immensely thrilled at the tailgate. And my, my pit friends were like, wait, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, uh, I think a year ago, we posted the Sicko's Roundtable? Yep. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what the fuck is that? What? Why is Teal there? <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the end of this, and we have to decide our clock commander for the week. 
Yeah. Uh, so is it, is there it, was. Is it is it Norvell and all his bullshit? Drinkwitz has a strong case. So Drinkwitz won the game, though. But yeah. you no, know, Drinkwitz didn't win that game. The thicker kicker won that. The thicker game. kicker won that game. So, uh, so we got. Uh, hold on, let me. I got a question right before that. Yeah, sorry. Let's, let's let's go to that one before we get to Clock Commander of the Week. Everybody gets to decide the best zero and three FBS team in America. All right, your candidates for the best zero and three team in FBS. You have East Carolina, who lost a wild one against App State, which was insane. Um, you have Virginia, you have Yukon, you have Buffalo, and you have Nevada. Pick one. Who is the best 0-3 team in FBS? Where Where are we starting? Uh, let's, well, let's go. Speak, speak with your heart. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll give one a try. Here. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Buffalo here. And the only reason is because you look around the state, and the the surrounding area army syracuse and rutgers are all good so buffalo is probably going is probably good as well they're just they're they're just waiting they're waiting their turn waiting they're they're letting the they're letting the uh the less prestigious schools in the state have a shot here buffalo's a late bloomer i think it's east carolina i think they have the potential to be spicy i think that they scheduled pretty tough here at the beginning of their season and you know I, but I, I think the line could trend up i agree with beth it's east carolina carolina okay i'm gonna go with virginia um okay. that would have been my I, second choice i like i like virginia's quarterback uh he is electric but young mistake prone you know who's not young on the virginia team the their 34 year old kicker that's right i i was hoping you would go there i led you there winner also, shout out to Colorado State's 31-year-old kicker from uh, England with three kids, and he's on loan from Sheffield United, as I said. He tweeted. went to some high school called, like, Gads Hill or something under his school list. What the fuck is that? He's on loan from Sheffield United. Uh, that is in the lexicon now. Somebody said Man United. I was like, Man United would not loan a kicker to Colorado State. Sheffield United would do that because they need some funds. Not Wednesday? Is that the other Sheffield team? United. There's two Sheffield teams. Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday. Well, Wednesday um, is, is, is I, lower I will say, level like championship. Day of the his, week? his local team, though, is Gillingham yes. United. Yes. So, or it is. Gillingham United. There we go. Yes, there is a Sheffield Wednesday a- after the name of uh, the day of the week. Yes. Yes, okay. Because in the 1900s, when they were founded, they only played games on Wednesdays. That's right. I respect that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Commitment to the bit. Commitment I think UConn bit. actually does have a case here. Um, I'll make it real quick, okay. and it's that the NC State game was very close till the end. Mm-hmm. So was the FIU game where they had a furious comeback. Uh, the Georgia State game less excusable, but they played NC State super close. They played FIU, who is good apparently, super close. UConn has a case. I'm not sure how strong it is, but they have one. So who's our clock commander? All right, let's go. Clock Commander of the Week. We have three nominees. We have a winner of the game bailed out by the thicker kicker, Eli Drinkwitz, which at the end of the game, ridiculousness, no timeouts. They had to take a delay a game to make the field goal 56 back to 61 yards. Wouldn't matter. If he could have bumped that back another five yards, he would have fucking hit it. I don't know. 
whatever. Everybody said, oh, it would have been good from 65 or whatever. It I'm would like, have. I, it I, would have again, it would have hit the crossbar at least. Uh, you know, and could have doinked in, whatever. That's fine. So does, you know, again, this is Clock Commander of the Week. Does the kicker's action saving the coach's ass, like, invalidate the nomination? So that's a big question here. Would um, the losing quarterback win the MVP of the Super Bowl? I mean, maybe. Who knows? Um, then you have Coach Josh Heupel, uh, who who burned two of his timeouts uh, in the first seven minutes of the third quarter, and then with seven seconds left in the game, like down, the like, third, like they're down, win. they're down You're thirteen. Down. Seven seconds in the game, he calls the oh. third timeout, which leads to basically Joe Milton and a Florida offensive lineman, I believe about to square up and fight each other and then nothing happened like the end of Rocky three. I mean, like, did they just cut the game from there? I, I mean, completely unnecessary, but it was a lot of clock commandering there. So I don't know, whatever. And then Jay Norvell, uh, a lot of random timeouts uh, in third, in third quarter and fourth quarter, just not necessarily controlling the clock the way he should have probably could have managed the clock a little bit better yep. for Colorado State. So, everybody, let's think about this. Uh, Drinkwitz, crazy, end of the game, delay of the game, not prepared, had to run out, you know, field goal unit on, off, runs out to the middle of the huddle. Uh, Hypo calling two timeouts in the first seven minutes of the third quarter and then using the one at the end, which has no impact on the game. And then Norvell, Jay Norvell, uh, using his timeouts. For me, it's got to be Hypo. Hypo like, is, it was like the messiest of all that. that- it, it's like that last that last timeout was a coupon that he was going to lose. Yeah, like like I I'm hey, going to get this fifty cents off. Tomorrow. It's about to expire. I need to yeah. I need to cash this in. I, I'm still fully behind Drinkwitz here. That that delay of game absolutely inexcusable. That's clock commandery as like as you can get it. The case for Norvell is a philosophical question on what the clock commander is because yeah. his failure was mostly in play calling, in my opinion. I, w- I choose to take the adv- ex- expansive view on Clock Commander. I am going to take Norvell here because, good God, like, y'all could have had this. You could have had it. And you just, this, this is you, 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 you just didn't. It, it's interesting. We have, like, pretty strong cases for all three of them. There's a lot of. Uh, a lot but of they're all very different. Yeah. Hypo feels like that's the pettiest shit yep. you could possibly pull. Like, the Clock Commandering, that's fine. Like taking his timeouts um, early, that's that's weird in the second half to do that. But then the one where you just throw that out randomly to just do that at the end, like there's no can't point. He, there's no point of it. Can't save him for next. Can't save him. That's fine. I, I don't know, man. I, Beth, you're on it, team it was, Hypel. My my argument for Hypel is it's as if he didn't understand what those were for. Right. Like he's just like, oh, I have this thing. I guess now. Sure. I I really I can't get over the delay of game from Drinkwitz. Like he was actively trying to sell that game. He was bailed out by a once in a lifetime possibly play by a kicker who did not have a great season last year. And this is a it was an absolutely 
just I can't get over the delay of game. Like the, he did other things in that game that were worth it. Yeah. But the delay of game should win this so, like, for him the, just on its here own. Here we go. I'm just going to go down the, the Drinkwitz last drive to get the field goal to win the game. Um, so it's, it's it's first and twenty. Uh, first and 10 at Mizzou's 18, a minute 25 left. Complete for five yards. Fine. Second, uh, complete, second and five, complete for seven yards. Uh, first and 10, uh, complete for five yards. A timeout Mizzou, 35 seconds left. So they're at uh, Mizzou's 35 with 35 seconds left. There's your timeout. Uh, passing complete. I'm sorry, pass complete nine yards for a first down. Uh, pass incomplete. Uh, pass complete eight yards to get to the Kansas State 48. Uh, Brady Cook pass complete to the K-State 39. Uh, I'm sorry, 39 for a first down. Uh, Brady Cook pass incomplete. So there's now six seconds left. Kansas State takes a timeout because there's six seconds left at the Kansas State 39. Then Missouri penalty delay of game. Back him up to the Kansas State 44. K-State takes out of a timeout. Yeah, he was out of timeout. K-State. But but like not only that, but the delay of game was out of a timeout. Just Mizzou things. Yeah. So K-State takes a timeout. Then Mizzou gets a delay of game coming out of a K-State timeout. Yeah, I'm I'm sold. I I did not watch this game and you have officially sold me on this. And then like then the delay of game, then K-State takes a, a timeout again. Incomplete pass, and then like three seconds left, Mevis kicks a sixty-one yarder. That's it. I mean, it's just there we go. You, we'll call you, for Drinkwitz. Uh, so I mean, Drinkwitz, um, shout out for winning the game, but you also win Clock Commander of the Week. A I, historic Clock Commander. I think he's the first winning coach to win. Clock I think Commander. so. I think. Uh, yeah, it seems that I, we're not really tracking this shit anyway. <laughs> Someone probably is. Somebody is. Maybe one. Uh, maybe shout out to uh, uh, one of our patreons who's uh, about accuracy. So uh, they're probably keeping track of this for us. Okay, folks. We got to let our East Coast folks go to bed. It's getting late. We will see everyone. We'll see. We'll see each other on Tuesday. We'll see you guys on Thursday yeah, when we'll we talk see. about Week Four. Linear what time. A- it was a mistake. Right. <laughs> One in a row, one in a row. Let's go, cats. And also WVU. God damn it. Western Ontario won. A hullabaloo connect, connect. A hullabaloo connect, connect.